Welcome to episode 17 of the Varangian Heresy podcast. I had to remember what it was then. I kind of fell on my head a week ago. Can't remember a couple of days, quite literally. Morphine's amazing. That kind of explains why we've had a bit of a hiccup in our scheduling. Um, other than that, we're back. We didn't go anywhere, but we're back, baby. And here it is, episode 17. And it's going to be a fun one. Uh, Chris, you're with us. I keep doing this the other way. I do this the other way around all the time. My name's Jody, also known as Painting Chap, and with me as always is my wonderful co-host Christopher. Hey Jody, are you all your? Oh, well, that that's, was a nice fuck up from the start. Hmm. Let's uh, just uh, re- try that again. Hey Jody, are you okay? This are you okay now? Because <laughs> I obviously isn't because I can't talk anymore. I, I pretty much think there's head injuries all round, mate. I think that's what we're going to go with. Expl- explanation for the opening of this is head injuries all round. Everybody's good. Um, no, I'm I'm good, thanks, mate. Apparently. Um, I don't have enough brain cells to even damage. Not a surprise there. Anybody who's met me really kind of understands that. Um, so, yeah, all is good. Um, it's the usual good with the bad, eh? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's kind of funny being too... The funny thing is, it's a, a, I only actually technically fell from the height of one meter. Problem being is, I'm also two meters tall. So technically, where the 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 full distance travelled by my head to the floor was actually around about three meters. Yeah, that sounds that sounds just about perfect. Yep, sounds absolutely perfect. Apparently, it it may have made a sound, but um, the 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 honest question is, if if a if a, bl- a blacking out Jody falls in the woods, does anybody hear it? Um, no, is the question. Nobody hears it, and it's only it'll only get discovered by somebody who's leaving leaving work and actually catches a glimpse of you sat up or lying on the floor so um yeah <clears throat> well uh, shouldn't you have been more worried than that if you would have to pay reparations for the floor yeah well the floor and i had a talk afterwards it was okay i didn't break it it's fine we're, we're kind of best friends now and you know we're going to go out for a, a coffee at some point just to sort of make it up to each other so it's it's all good it's all good um yeah, so I, I'm good, but I'm not going to dangle on that because it's just, you know, it, it's too much. It could take up an entire episode of, you know, actually being unconscious for two days thanks to morphine that I've never had before and, you know, all that sort of fun jazz. Um, let's let's get on with tonight's episode. Um, first things first, social media shout outs. Let's get those out of the way before we actually talk about what's on the episode tonight. And we are going to start off with our Facebook page, the Varangian Heresy podcast. That's where we upload almost all of our uh, sort of announcements, what's going on, all the stuff to do with the show, our new episodes coming out, all that sort of jazz, which most of you will already know if you're not getting automatically updated through iTunes, etc. So that is important. Twitter. We have a Twitter Twitter account, and that is at Varangian Heresy. And if you want to... Get us to do some actual work like review lists, discuss ideas, generally ponder the uh, the meaning of life, everything, and why Lorgar was such a whiny little bitch, um, or why Gilliman basically should have been called Goldenrod because that's what was stuck up his ass. Um, feel free to drop us an email to theverangianheresy at gmail.com with any of your thoughts, requests, or, you know, general goodies. 
Um, also, we have a website which. Uh, well, at, uh, at least we claim we do. It's up. It's, it's not up. updated yet. I was going to say. Or it's, still. It's rather. probably requiring an update. Knowing <laughs> us. <laughs> Um, but that's not a problem. That's never a bad thing. It's always nice to have something to do. Um, but we have a, we have our own website, and that is the Varangian Heresy Podcast dot blogspot dot com dot dot co uk dot whatever it is in your neck of this world, the fabulous blue and green globe we call home. Um, yeah. And uh, I just had to check because with this episode, I'm actually only ten episodes behind on updating this website. Awesome. So I really Good should job, do that. Buddy. Um, it okay. it will be updated because now I've mentioned it. I have to update it. Yeah, no, it's it's the uh, the 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 power of the internet shaming yourself into doing some work. Um, yeah, that's well the done. only way to do it. Well done. I'm proud of that. That's very impressive. I'm proud of you. I probably would have run away in shame until I'd actually fixed it. But you know, that that shows a different quality and caliber of man there. And I, I'm I'm proud of you, buddy. Yeah, at I'm least very... I'm honest about it. It's me fucking up. Uh, no, it's never a fuck up. At the end of the day, we we are we are amateur professionals or professional amateurs. Take your pick. You know, we're not doing we're doing this for fun. So sometimes some stuff slips. But speaking of stuff and new stuff and fun and shiny things, what, what what's the new and shiny thing we now have, Christopher? Well, we now have a Facebook group. In a, not just on a Facebook page, but a Facebook group. Ooh. And this group will be. Uh, Linked it on our on our Facebook page for yeah. ease of ease of access, but it's also called the Varangian Heresy Podcast Group if you want to search for it. And I, I like you, what you did there. I like what you did there. Well, you have to make it easy sometimes. Yeah, it gives me a chance of finding it. Yeah, you're invited. You're already in the group. Am I? Great. You yeah. knew that. I knew yeah. that totally. Um, okay, <laughs> moving on. Yes. So, what are we going to be doing with this group, Chris? What's the plan for this group? Well, this group is for both us and uh, you, listeners, to connect and communicate, and maybe get some updates and stuff like that if we want to share. Because we always talk about we put this, we put the photos in the album and stuff like that, and we never do because <laughs> we forget. Yeah, we forget. We forget to make a folder. We forget so much that it takes Freddy doing it for only his stuff, basically. Yeah, and Freddy's not even here tonight, and he he's still keeping us on our toes. Yeah, he's still even been able to post the past few days. But the, the group will be for working project progress photos, not only ours but the listeners as well, if you want to, and uh, an easier way to communicate because the page. It's really good for information from us to you, but it's not really good for a two-way communication or a three-way communication. <laughs> for now, sorry. Um, yeah. What Basically, do you expect? Freddy's not here. I have to keep. I have to lower the tone quickly, or, or you know, he'll, he'll go through the wall or something. Well, probably. <laughs> Damn near guaranteed, mate. <laughs> which is why it's scary um so yeah we now have a facebook group which is awesome so basically hit us up with your whips uh questions anything you think that's cool going on in the hobby hit it up spread it around we keep saying this and it is key for all of us we are about building the community uh our local communities your local community events everything you know hit us up we we are we hold no shame of ourselves we will pimp events till the cows come home because it's important that you know those things go out yeah, um, so definitely and, uh, use for that. To be fair, that's why we uh, we created or I created this group. It's to make it easier for the, all this, because sometimes using only an email as a contact or sending a message to a page isn't really that 
effective if you want to reach out to more than one person. Yeah, and that's or just us. And that's a, that's a very good thing to be doing is just being a bit more, just trying to be a bit more aware of how to make it easier for you guys to get in touch and get involved, um, but not to touch or to involve yourself. I'm sorry, I swear I'm not trying to channel Freddie, but it's happening. Um, love you, Freddie, but you know, just get out of my head, man. It, it's bad enough that you know, I haven't got any mind bleach, is what I'm saying. Just get out of my head and give me a chance. Um, so let's talk about today's episode. What do we What do we got on tonight? So um, pretty simple. We are both myself and Christopher uh, have been are currently and literally as we speak preparing for an upcoming event, and that yep. is the Avarii Cluster Phase Three. And I must say <sighs> right now, if there are any small hobby noises, it can actually be my fault this time, not only Jody's. So just <laughs> so, just so people know. That I'm actually do some hobby noises of myself, of my own. This is basically a last-minute crunch episode while we get an episode together and out because we want to, and because we also need to hobby the shit out of stuff. Is basically what we're saying here. Yep. Because um, we have a deadline <laughs> and we may need the time because shit. <laughs> well, I do, oh, I just... I've only got four. Um, uh, I'm very lucky. I've only got four models to paint. It's just one of those is only base coated, and the other three have got shit tons of detail on them. So it might as well be a bloody ta two tactical squads, as far as I'm concerned. Well, at least it's similar detailing to, on them, not uh, completely different detailing. This is true, but we have to stop talking about this until we get on to hobby progress, which will be in a minute. Um, so, so next let's, point. Well, next point, an important <laughs> point actually for those who are attending the Avaria Cluster event. If you have not seen it, and even if you have seen it, we're going to shout it out again because it's very important to, to to say this. There has been a change of venue um, due to unforeseen circumstances. There has been a change of venue, um, and the event has now moved from uh, Spellenshus on the Belvergen uh, to Marmostad, uh Stad's Bibliotheque, so basically the city library. And it's being held in the Red Room, which sounds way kinkier than it probably should do. Um, or not. I don't know. Librarians, what are you going to do? Or way uh, more murdery. There is a Dexter vibe to it, isn't there? You know, yeah, and if you, if you take Red Rum backwards. <clears throat> then you're drinking it wrong? Yeah, and you get murder. Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we've all seen The Shining. Um, if you haven't, you should. It's fucking epic. Um... But uh, yeah, so we're going to be in the red room. Same criteria, same uh, time scales are in play. So um, nine o'clock, nine o'clock uh, get go and everything. Um, because of the inconvenience and because the guys organise it are absolutely freaking amazing, um, there'll be food. Um, they, they're actually putting on food and refreshments for the players. So yay! Don't have to bring a pack lunch, which is good. Yeah, and I think it was, if you had any special dietary requirements, you should probably get in touch. Uh, yeah, maybe I should. I'm pretty crap at that stuff. But, uh, 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 well, your, yours is not uh, that bad. It, I mean, severe allergies and stuff. Uh, severe allergies, yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a vegan, which is, uh, and I'm also lactose and gluten intolerant, so I'm, I'm kind of the guy you just give a head of lettuce to and say, go sit in the corner and eat that with a tomato, or tomato, take your pick. Um so I, I, I say guess I, tomato. You say tomato. I say shut the fuck up, you grammar Nazi, um, <laughs> and move on. Uh, but yeah, so the event has moved. Uh, it is important that everybody's aware of that, and we are going to have a shit ton of fun with that event. And that's basically what we are going to be talking about tonight. 
um all the way through the event through uh well all the way through our sort of what we're doing as you kind of now know we're going to talk our lists uh so put them out there for people to uh understand what's coming because you know at the end of the day it'd be 24 hours this is released before the event so lists are locked so you can't really game it so that's so that's not a bad uh, thing and to be fair i don't think any of us is actually bringing that harsh a list that you have to make a pro- li- make a counter list for it anyhow no nah, so, i don't think so i don't think so it's going to be they're just going to be they're just fun lists and they're going to be a whole a whole good good day of gaming because um, we're because we're not bringing casual glaives no no we're not are we no comment um <laughs> you know you would if you could if you had one i'd like to bring a casual storm lord um yeah. that would fit <laughs> with a very large contingent retired terminator sat in the back of it going do 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 shoot 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 but anyway that's a surprise for another game day um so let's let's get on with hob should we what do you want to do first chris do you want to do news or do you want to do hobby progress what should we do uh well we could just do a brief uh so into the news because that's basically uh, Praetorian of Dorne was released I still haven't read it I still need to read it yeah I'm waiting for the audio book to be available and then I'll listen mm-hmm. to it because I don't have time to read it I <laughs> uh, might get it for the train ride down you okay. never know just because uh, <laughs> the regular book takes way faster to read than the audio book yeah. but uh, that depends on your reading level obviously but uh, don't I, that, don't I don't judge. really want I want to, don't really want to talk about that book because I want to read it first. Fair enough. Don't, don't listen I, to Northern Heresy because they spoil the shit out of it. Well, they spoil it between like 101 and 128 or something in the latest episode, if you want to skip that part of it. Yeah, they're very good at actually putting that spoiler alert out, which is nice. Well, that was the first really good spoiler alert, I think, and it's really appreciated. <laughs> fair, fair. Because, because then I just could skip that part of the episode because I wanted to read the book before I... Yeah, before it got spoiled, basically. Yep. Which makes sense, considering it's quite an awesome book. Yeah, so I hear. Um, I'm not going to tell you anything about it, because I actually haven't listened to the spoilers yet. I haven't gone that far in the episode. So there, uh, there's Alpha Legion and Imperial Fists in it. Oh, there's Alpha Legion and Imperial Fists. It's basically going to be a, it is going to be the Rumble in the Jungle um, kind of, th- kind of sh- uh, knockdown, but it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Just look at the... Front cover of it, then you will probably guess what it's about. What you mean, Dawn and Alpharius going toe to toe at each other? Yeah, yeah, that. Uh, not that that's important or anything. Um, anyway, <laughs> then anyway. we have uh, that little little small kit because I can't, can't really remember if we talked about it before or little hiatus or not. Which, which little kit is that? I can't remember which one that was. The Mastodon. Oh, that, that little Tonka toy. Yeah, that yeah did you and uh, Freddy perhaps discuss that in your Super Heavy episode? Uh, we probably touched on it. It's been a while. Yeah. We Freddy and I have touched on many things. Most of them we couldn't put on air. Um, and, there are uh, specialist websites for that, you know? Yeah, there are. Uh, no, I'm not going to say anything about that. Um, yeah, and we, we don't talk about that anymore um, for legal reasons. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, in, in all seriousness, I can't remember, but the kit looks amazing. And one thing I want to say to anybody who wants to see it being put together, go and keep, go over to the Eye of Horus podcast group and follow, follow Michael Cantrell as he puts it to get, he puts his together because he's doing his little um, dream diary of it. And he is an awesome painter. I'm very much looking forward to seeing what he does with it. It is pretty much going to inform my choices on whether I go for one. Um, I am actually 
kind of have maybe been playing around with lists centered around that or um, Stormlord. Well, it uh, makes more sense than my current messing around with lists, which includes dual Thunderhawks, but that's just me. Well, somebody's got to be that guy and, and sort of work out if you can do that, and you know. Well, well, you can in three K points, you can, but you can't take the turbo lasers. Oh, the shame! Can only take the regular. Actually, no, that is quite a shame, actually, because the turbo lasers are the best fucking guns on there. Yeah, um, but on the other hand, it's still quite annoying flying death weapon. Yeah. It can take uh, thirty marines or three dead red knots. Sadly, only legion red knots in the last update. But... Aww. Contemptors. Uh, it's not too bad. Assault contemptors are very useful. Yeah, but you, you can't you can't take that contemptors. You can only take legion. Oh, can't take it. Sorry, legion. Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. It's, uh, head injury. Uh, I'm playing that for as much as I can get out of it right now. Head injury. That's but, all uh, as you said, if you want, if anyone wants to have a look at it, head over to the IFORS guys because they have one. We don't. Mm. Also, check out um, Eater of Worlds on Instagram. Absolutely awesome work on a on one there, and his is actually featured in a battle report on the 30k channel. Um, yeah, and uh, I think he participated in a challenge with his mate as well, where they had a build off and paint off. So if you go, oh, that's go cool. So if you go a bit further down the, I think it's him. I could check later, but I think it's him. We could put the link somewhere, probably yeah, in the group. If we, can, if we can, we'll put it up. We'll put it up on the group because we got a group now. Yay! We should be doing stuff with the group. Uh, they got them at the open day, as far as I remember, and then awesome. they just had a build-off. Because <laughs> if you've absolutely positively got to throw, throw down, throw down with a mastodon. Because yeah. why the uh, hell not? Other than that, they put up some really lovely tactical squad boxes. Oh yeah, it's a really nice set I'm not really sure that uh, one 20-man squad is worth £90, but on the other hand, if you have a box of Calf, uh, calf box, and you get get one of these. You could probably just split up, split up all the shoulder pads and heads and the torsos and put them in uh, in uh, well, like one per unit and or two per unit for in your entire army. Yeah, Freddie, Freddie, and I did touch on this. I wasn't overly keen on it because I, I didn't see that there was twenty marines in there. I'm still yeah, not overly keen on it because I think it, you can do it better differently. Yeah, um, but I think it's uh, good for the reason if you get one of these, like an expansion for a calf box, and then put. Yeah. Uh, and I, that, put that I agree with. That, that I'm on board with. But if you're going to buy only plastic marines with upgrades, then you will get a hell of a lot of shoulder pads, torsos, and heads left, and no. And all the legs used up. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, that's why God invaded eBay. Um, and, yeah. bit, and bits groups, basically. But it's a, nice, it's a nice upgrade kit for. I would say for like a calf box, but not as a separate separate unit upgrade. Yeah, because it's way too pricey at ninety pounds for the plastic marines. I think so. I, I tend to agree with you on that one, buddy. Um, so there is that. Also, we have um, we also have released we have the new uh, landing pad. The Realm of ba- Battle Mars Pattern Imperialis landing pad for eighty pounds. Mm, to to be precise. Yeah, the one that was uh, featured on uh, was it both the open day and weekend, right? Yeah. For the, or at least the open day for the Stormbird. Yeah, it's what we were featured on. And there is, if you have a look over on um, the Forge World, I think it's Forge World website, there is a teaser about an upcoming diorama, which basically looks like they've built an entire landing strip out of them. Yeah, that's the diorama that was at. Uh... Was that the actual diorama? Yeah. Because it looks boss 
<laughs> it looks amazing. Um, that's what that's what that's the stuff you can do when you actually produce the stuff. Used yeah, in it. When you've, got all the, when you've got access to all the toys and don't have to pay for them, you know, like mere mortals, um, yeah. you can go a bit fucking crazy and do that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, but on the other hand, it's marketing, so it's paid for. It pay, usually pays for itself in the end. And yeah, it worked. I was like, one, one, want like ten of them. I have. I understand those people that said that they really wished the Stormbird had come with one. Yeah, yeah, I could actually, I can actually understand that, especially with the price of the Stormbird. Um, you know, that kind of makes a little bit of sense at the same time. So yeah, um, so yeah, that's... But on the other hand. Uh... It's a realm of battle pile, so you would only use it for the Stormbird if you put it in a like a cabinet. Yeah, I guess so. Well, you never know. You never know. It's uh, don't, don't these things usually have some sort of rule set with them? Yeah, they do. So maybe there's going to be a rule set out for it. Something that makes it a bit interesting, makes it or useful. At least they got the nice comment on it. Uh, uh, it's uh, perfect for landing super heavy aircraft, especially when you see the alternative to carefully setting down your massive troop carrying gunships. <clears throat> Realm of Battle crashed Thunderhawk. Yeah, that, that's 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 right. I like that. That's uh, you know what this actually that that comment leads nicely into one thing that I wanted to to talk about, um, and it's not actually in the show notes, but it's the the oh, absolute. Oh, I'm going off script. Hang on, I'm going to go off script. Hold on, hold on to your hold on to your pants. Put your uh, put your um, yeah, yeah, just suspenders keep on. on. Just keep. Uh, All right, I'll shut up and get on with it then. Fuck, fuck you, man. I'm just trying to build the suspense. Um, it is the live streaming that went on at Warhammer World, and okay, it was for Age of Shipmark, Age of Sigma, however you like to refer to it. But it's probably the first in many. It's, yeah, it's they've, they've invested in the equipment now. Well, Hopefully. it's the first in many. It's a gigantic hop to the left, um, and yes, a step to the right again by GW in just anything. I mean, holy shit, they actually are doing something that involves legitimately interacting with their audience. With the peasants, you mean? Oh yeah, well yeah, um, but yeah. no, we can't. At least give an old. At least give an old G dubs. Yeah, old G dubs. We, I, I can't call them that. I can't. I can't see it like that anymore. I can't. I really can't. I'm looking at it going. Um, um. Oh God, they actually did something proper. I, I kind of have to feel like I should be nice to them now. Uh, maybe. I don't know. They might. They might earn that back from people. People. Yeah. I think a lot of people are still cautious, but it's a hell of a nice. Step in in the right direction with the live stream, and not not to be a whingy bitch, but I will be. The only thing they could have done to make it absolutely knocked out of the park, unbelievable, never beat it, totally well done. Hats off to you, gentlemen. Would have been if they had the two guys presenting it dressed up like the commentators from Blood Bowl. Well, if that's now, the only thing they could have done better, it's probably quite a good, good praise them for their first for their first attempt. I mean, there's a whole lot they can do, and I know I'm very fortunate enough to know a few people in the in the um, who do like live streaming and stuff on Twitch for um, like League of Legends and that sort of stuff um, professionally. And I had a chat with them, and they're like, "No, this is actually really good for a first attempt." And so, yeah, that's the only thing that I can even attempt to throw some shade on them for is they missed an opportunity to go full retard on it. 
um, and go. Well, with... they, well, they did read the comments from the Twitch stream. Yeah, that that was. Um, an That's always a slippery slippery slope. Yeah, and, and the fair dues, they had Duncan, the man himself, out and about in the crowd doing stuff, getting interacting with people, which I thought again was awesome. So basically, good job, GW. Really good job. Thumbs up. I am actually giving you a thumbs up here on radio. That's how good this is. Um, yeah, well done. I'm impressed. Um, I guess that the, also need to mention that the um, Skitari uh, or Secretario Hoplite upgrades are out as well. Um, yep, they look remember, awesome. I can't remember so if I talked that. about if we talked about those or if they were out when they were out. Uh, uh, they, they were out after the hiatus started, I think. So okay, basically, yay! They look epic. Yeah, and we'll see if they get any rules for 30k in the end. Well, apparently, what, they are a 30k unit. No, they're not. I, th- I thought they were supposed to be the 30k. Uh, they are the aren't they the guard, leg guards for the uh, leg guard of the for the Titans. for the Legion Titanicus of the Adeptus Mechanicum. Ah, uh, Adeptus Mechanicus. Uh, so okay. they, they still only have. They are the ones that are from the next uh, Imperial Armor book. Come on, GW, make it happen. Well, well, make it happen, guys. Come on, you know you can. It probably it wouldn't surprise me if uh, they oh, yeah, would get I, crossover. I, I have faith in them. I can't believe I just said that. If nothing else, I know quite a few Mechanicum players that would just play them anyway. Yeah, and I, you know what? I wouldn't be against playing against them. I think they're awesome. Yeah, the rules are <laughs> quite nice as well. Yeah? Because they have a... Basically, the shield guards are good at guarding and the other ones are good at shooting. So basically you double team with them. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sounds like a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I think... That oh red scorpions transfer sheet for those of you who like red scorpions. Um, other than that, I think that's pretty much it for new stuff. Um, dropping today has to be said, um, Mr. Aaron Dembski Bowden dropping some uh, some truth or some some reality bombs on us with the um, the upcoming uh, Master of Mankind, Master of Mankind, and the whole Black Library live. Shizdizzle happening and fuck yeah! Um, I can't wait for that. It's gonna be fucking amaze balls. Because um, I, I have to admit, I think ADB is my favourite writer. Um, very closely followed by Graham McNeil. Um, but yeah, ADB is most definitely my favourite writer in the uh, series or in the Horus Heresy stuff. Yeah, he's up there at least, so to speak. Because I, I absolutely loved Betrayer, for example. I thought it was one of the best, one of the best written books. Uh, you know, structured, put together the whole the whole thing. It was one of the best for me. I absolutely loved it. Um, but purely personal preference, and feel free to disagree with me. You're wrong, but feel free to disagree with me. Um, um, but yeah, seriously, I, I love his stuff, and I can't wait to see that drop. And it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, yeah. Is there anything else? New stuff wise, anyway. No. No. Well, um, not not for 30k in particular. They are really re- releasing re-releasing the void shield generator in plastic. Woohoo! Um, well, it's uh, well if you like to do void shield generators. No. I feel sorry. Army, for the, I feel sorry for the people who got dicked over the first time when people bought them and scalped them on eBay. Yeah, but then you <clears> see <throat> the void field generator, which is three of them, which is uh, 2,160 kroner. Or about two hundred pounds. 
Yeah, because that's legit. Or is it three hundred pounds today? I don't know. I don't think I don't think the UK knows anymore. We should just give a caveat that we don't really know the exchange rate of the day this will go out. No, and there are many other exchange rates. We don't endorse one exchange rate over the other. But this one is going, <laughs> still going down. Yeah, it's very much plummeting. And um, uh, they also re- released a new set of uh, kill team rules, but uh, still haven't tried those. Still want to try those, <laughs> so yep. to speak. And that's and, uh, actually gonna. I'm sorry, I'm gonna segue a bit with that. If that's okay with you, buddy. Yep. Um, Chris was very good enough to put a shout out on um, Twitter earlier on today, uh, on our Twitter account, and asking if anybody had anything they would like us to chat about, discuss. And we got a request for. Um, oh, there's my Andrew Dust. Awesome. Um, we got a request for uh, a discussion on Kill Team. What was the actual discussion we were asked for? Um, I'm gonna read the tweet. It's from Luke from at Lamorto, Lamorto or Luke Morton, yeah. and they asked, uh, "How would you make Kill Team work in Heresy? Increase the points slightly, make everything scoring." That's the question we got. That's the question we got. So yeah. Chris and I basically put our heads together. It was a very loud, hollow sound on my end, at least. Um, yeah, there's not much in there anymore. Oh, the burn! Um, the truth, but the burn! Um, so yeah, we, 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 we talked about this very quickly, and the, the short answer on my part is narrative. Your answer, your short answer was? I will go over the old Kill Team rules, because uh, I haven't re- read the new ones, but I have played the old ones, and I think it was book four, I think, for, mm. well, the, the the big rule book number for the fourth edition, that is, yeah. not book for Conquest. Uh, so basically what we're saying is um, we have differing opinions. We decided to actually look at this and go, you know what, let's do, let's take it a bit further. Because I've got, I've had some ideas for this. The, this is something I'd like to play around with for events in the future. So let's actually take this and do an episode on it. So let's do a, do a main segment of an episode on it and discuss it a bit yeah. more. Because I think it would be quite interesting and, and I for one felt that I re- needed more research mm-hmm. before the episode before we could actually talk about it properly and I for one can bullshit on just about anything but it would be nice to actually have some ideas down on paper of what I want to talk about so yeah we're going to take that Luke thank you very much for that and we will uh, rather than just do a quick discussion tonight we're going to do something proper for it so you just help fuel a future segment on the Varangian Heresy thank you very much dude very appreciated um, yeah and that's very cool so we we really should also talk about hobby progress, where we are and what we're up to right now, dude. Yeah. So <laughs> how about how about you take the lead on that one? You start, um, and I'm because oh. I'm I'm concentrating on my hobby progress as we're talking. I'm uh, trying to concentrate on the hobby hobby progress that's needed for the last minute before Avaria, mm-hmm. and that's my Scorpius. That's his uh, conversion build, basically. Mm-hmm. And we're not just Pro- talking, we're not just talking converting one little bit of it, are we? I'm building new sides for it, building a new back for it, and using several kits to make the proper make it proper looking proper looking. So to speak. Basically, you're painting the whole goddamn thing, is what you're saying. Building well, the there's whole, there, there's the there, there's a base, basic rhino in the middle somewhere. <laughs> there's a basic part in there. You can see it under honest. Yeah, and uh, you can also see part of the hunter stock kit from G Dubs. And then uh, there are Deo missile launchers and 
a dozer blade and plastic card and gears and part of what is called a Stormfang ship, stuff like that. It's uh, it will be more it will be easier to just show it when it's done actually. <laughs> I, I, and I think that's quite important that that actually happens because I think that would be something that our our, uh, our listeners would be interested. But we've got a group to put it in now, so we can do yep. that. Yay! Yeah, I might even put up some whips after the recording. Oh, get the whips out! Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah, we we yeah no, I'm not going to go in there and cut cut sound into it. You beat me to it. It's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so, uh, what are your current hobby progress then? Um, it, it's somewhere between blind panic and sheer fucking terror. Um, no, it's it's not that bad. Um, my current progress, what I'm working on right now, which is why you can hear hobby noise in the background is I am currently working on finishing off my um, Primus Medicaid and two Medicaid um, tonight. That's my general plan of attack, is to get as much of this done as I can. Then I have um, one last model to finish, and that is going to be my um, Praetor Tribune. So the limited edition uh, Tribune model that got released. Um, I have one of those. And I am uh, working on. I'm going to work on that as my tribune. He's going to be. He's basically going to be my praetor. I think, one way or another, unless I suddenly decide I need to have somebody in power armor or cataphractor. He's basically going to be my go-to praetor model. Full stop. Uh, maybe not the same rules all the time, but uh, yeah. So you I've could got... uh, run him as a regular. Praetor sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could run him, equip him a bit differently, give him some different stuff. I mean, he's, um, again, I, I've sort of put pictures up on our page beforehand, and I'll, I'll put some up in the group um, of, of the model itself. But he's basically, um, as a character, I mean, as, as anybody who has him or has seen the rules understands, he's carrying a Paragon Blade. And uh, the model's very nice. I wasn't a big fan of the large, choppy, stabby stick. Um, I don't really feel I didn't really feel that it sort of fit an Iron Warrior, so I went with the Iron Warrior mandate of um, subtlety without subtlety within, and put <laughs> a fucking great big hammer on his hands in, in his hands instead. Oh yeah, you did. And by by just to give those uh, just to give a sense of scale for those at home who's listening and haven't seen the pictures yet, uh, I used to have an Empire army. Uh, for Warhammer Fantasy Battle, the game that was um, loved and lost. Pour one out on the floor for it. Um, and I had at least two of the um, War Altars of Sigma, the, the old, the the gigantic Griffin-topped uh, War Altars. So I built one, and it wasn't that much fun to play with. Actually, it didn't fit my style. Um, but I kept it, and then I have the other one. So um, I've used it for various bits and pieces. I've got some rogue psychers built for my guard army, or my uh, solar orcs army, built out of the crew, um, the priests and stuff like that. But basically, I decided it would be a really smart idea to take the gigantic fucking hammer <laughs> from the Sigmar Griffin and put that in the hands of my Praetor. Uh, basically chop the head of the Paragon Blade off, Chopped and chopped into the, the haft, tidied it up a bit, took all the Sigmar uh, iconography off there, and yeah, basically my dude is walking around with a gigantic fecking hammer that will end people, um, or at least it should end people, and it kind of fits the whole, you know, instant death look. 
of the Paragon Blade. So I'm pretty happy with that. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's what I've got to work on. And, and I green stuff to cape on him as well. So <laughs> it's not like I don't have a lot to paint on him or anything. Um, yeah. So You'll manage. You'll manage. <laughs> I'll manage. It's not that bad. It could no, be worse. Not at all. It's not that bad at all. So uh, what else? Are you, have you got any other hobby progress you have to achieve? Uh, not tonight. <laughs> I got some paint put on a console, but that's all about it. It's about 80% done. Awesome. So 80% is far closer than mine is. <laughs> so. Yeah, so that's why I'm doing a, bit, doing a bit of building tonight instead of uh, painting. Cool. Well, I'm going to see how much I can get done this evening and then, of course, you know, cue the Benny Hill music of Mad Dash and Panic tomorrow. Um, but that's all good. That's where the fun is. Um, that's where the fun is, right, Chris? Mm. Oh, that's more of a thing that Jens needs to re- reply to because uh, he was the one that spent the train ride down to the last of REI painting. Oh yeah, but, but Jens is a pro. He makes that. He makes that sort of. You know, that's effortless for him. He's he's one of those dudes who can do that. Just you know, I, I do not begrudge him that skill. Um, I, on the other hand, no, mad panic till like three in the morning kind of shit. Um, <laughs> actually, here, here's something. For before by by our next episode, which will coming, we'll be recording sometime next week because we're doing an, an after of REI um, feed uh, uh, event out. Drop us a mail, uh, post on our group something. Give us give us an idea of your painting, like last minute painting event prep nightmares. I would genuinely be interested to see just how alone or how not alone I am on some of these problems. Um, and do you do you find do you find that you come alive in the uh, in the last moments before an event, the last nights before an event, and manage and paint the shit out of things, or do you want to just curl up into a corner and be catatonic like the rest of us trying to get it all done? Um, drop us a message, let us know because I'm genuinely interested to see if I'm the only one who's crying in a corner sometimes. Um, well, I think that's the best idea. It's not to cry in a corner and get it done instead, but uh, I know, sometimes but you don't really have a choice. Sometimes your body <laughs> just goes, nope, get in the corner, whinge out, whinge out like a baby, get it done, and then you get to move on. But yeah, no, seriously, hit us up. I'd be interested to see who who does who has uh, what sort of answers when dealing with stuff. I'd be that'd be kind of fun, kind of a fun thing to touch on. Um, so yeah, let's do that. Um, so any other hobby progress? Um, Panicking for uh, apart, from, apart from panicking, apart from panicking. Oh, well, panicking for Scandiston. Can extend oh, yeah, it a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Panicking for Scandiston. <laughs> Hell, that starts. That starts like uh, as soon as the event ends. Yeah, yeah. That's a month. That's a, more or less a month to the day after. Yeah, Scandi- literally. It literally, is. <laughs> Actually, it's a month tomorrow. No pressure. Um, a month yeah. as of the fifteenth. No pressure whatsoever, buddy. Um, yeah, but uh, all I need to do for that one is build a falchion. Well, I've, all I need to do is technically build a Typhon, um, yeah. unless my list changes. <laughs> well, I think I've settled for my list today, thanks to Sean of the Seized Initiative podcast. Oh. We had a bit of talk, but uh, that's that's for a future show, future show I think, because mm-hmm. we're going to focus on a bit of uh, Avaria lists instead, right? Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. 
Um, so let's let's do that. Let's move straight into our Avaria list. So what we're going to do tonight, instead of going on to the sort of weird list concepts that we've done before, we are going to talk all about our lists for the Avaria cluster event. So um, yes. I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. What is it, Chris? One and ten. Yeah. Hmm. Do we have any on three? No, we don't because they are dicks. Yeah. But we have someone on four, right? Bugger. Okay, so I'm going first then. Do you want me? Or do you want a ten to start? No, we'll go. We'll go with the. Uh, we'll go with the solid, still bulwark, still what is the um, the iron fourth? Because you know, at the end of the day, we need to step up and be uh, and represent. So. Yeah. That's yeah, probably we'll... something that needs doing because there's there really needs to be a few of the iron warrior player that changes legion for next year for the fun of everyone else what you mean the fact that there's actually three iron warriors um lists out of rei itself well at least the uh, three iron, iron warrior player per other player basically <laughs> hey, it's not that bad there's only three of us showing up this time and, and one of them was a world eater player who switched so Maybe his meds have kicked in and he's calming down. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so we've got uh, we've got my my 2,500 points of Iron Warriors. And I'm going to take it through. So here we go. Starting from the top. So leading the army is the as yet unnamed, because I try and see how people perform before I give them names. Um Legion, Probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Is the Legion Praetor Tribune. Now, again, just to go over it, he is rocking. Uh, where are we? Oh, bloody hell. Uh, he is rocking digital lasers and iron halo, cataphractic armor, and a master, master crafted paragon blade stroke hammer of doom. Um, He's actually, just as an errata right away, he's actually running Tartar's armor, not Cataphracti armor. Did I say Cataphracti? I meant Tartar's. Yes, you did. I'm looking, I'm, alright, alright, calm down, calm down, dear, don't throw a spanner. Calm down, dear. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's only a list reading. Um, I'm actually staring at my Primus Medicaid, which is in Cataphracti armor, so that's why I got confused. Yeah, probably. Right, head injury, fuck off. Um, so he's in, <laughs> he's in Tartarus armor, so he can sweep and do fun things. Um, he is the rest of the HQ choices then are a Legion Primus Medicaid console in Cataphracti armor. Um, he is rocking all the good stuff that he should be rocking. And then we have the next one is the Legion uh, Siege Breaker console. He is also rocking Cataphracti uh, Terminator armor and a combi bolter and power weapon, but he is also rocking a uh, combi weapon. And he's going to go with the um, combi hot gun. Um, not a hot glue gun, but um, a hairdryer on steroids uh, melter gun. So that's going to be a bit of fun. Uh, that, so that's my HQ list. Um, then the bread and butter of the list is going to be my troop choices. And I'm running two troop choices in this particular list. And that is, first off, it's a 50-man uh, Legion Tactical Squad. Uh, Vexilla, Nuncio Vox, uh, Sergeant is rocking, Artificer Armor, Melted Bombs, and a Power Fist, because nothing says good morning, darling, like a Power Fist or a Melted Bomb up the tailpipe. Um, oh, indeed. <laughs> or face or wherever. 
Um, I also have the... Um, I then have a 15-man Legion Breacher Squad. Um, again, the the sergeant on this one is rocking Artificer Armor and a Thunder Hammer. Or in this case, it's a Thunder Mace. Uh, Thunder Morningstar, because, you know, again, crazy conversions. I do these things. I wanted something big and stompy. That's what became came out of big and stompy is what I want. Yeah, as uh, long as you... Explain that properly so you don't have to run it as a power mall. Yeah, no, it's that's the Thunderhammer. Uh, please try and argue with him. He'll just call it, shout Thunderhammer as he punches you in the face with it. Um, but obviously I respect my opponents and I'm still not changing my list. Um, well, obviously, I just uh, just mention it so they don't assume it's... Uh... And I will, I'm not. I have actually, here's how organised <laughs> I've been. I've printed out army lists for my opponent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, You're. that's right. You have. I have. So there, yeah. <laughs> I'm organising it. does actually look quite good. I'm quite proud of them. Um, but that's what an afternoon, or not even an afternoon, cut about an hour with Photoshop and um, hang on, my boss doesn't listen to this. Yeah, access to company printers does. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you printed out uh, 400 of them, right? Um, not that many, maybe half a dozen. No, I've got I've got one for every opponent and a spare one for myself and the organisers if requested. So um, you know, it's always good to come be prepared. Uh, I can't find my surf and sleep here. What the f- Foxtrot, have I put that? Oh, there it is. You don't need it. Just continue with your list. I'm continuing with my list. Jesus Christ, I've been married to a second person. Um, <laughs> so that's that's the main bread and butter of the army, the troop selection there. Um, it is. It might seem a little light on troops, but there is a reason. Uh, there is some help coming for them uh, a little bit further down the list. Then we move on to my favourite section uh, of the list, and that is the elites. And the reason this is my favourite will become very evident very quickly. Uh, first off, there is the Apothecary Detachment, as I am painting currently. Two Apothecaries, both of them are running, uh, rocking Artificer Armour and Augury Scanners. <laughs> Come at me, bitch. Day to try and drop in. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's what they're rocking straight away. Um, and so that's, they're, they're going to be nice little attachments. Yeah, they, they will, as, as expected... They will be running with the Breacher Squad and the Tactical uh, Legion Tactical Squad because why not? That that makes a lot of sense for them to be there. Um, then the next one is the little bit of help and support for the uh, for the main troop uh, push, and that is a ten man uh, Legion Veteran Tactical Squad rocking marksman as their veteran tactic because outflank and sniper is big and clever. They're rolling around with Melter Bombs, uh, Nuncio Vox, a Heavy Bolter with Suspenser Web. Um, and that's mainly because that's how I have it modelled. Um, and I like, I actually like the idea of an Assault-capable um, Heavy Bolter. Okay, it's got half range, but I like it. It's kind of cool. Um, well, that depends on how you tra- if you're transporting them or if they have the foot slog, if it really matters if it's half range or not. Well, they're going to be rolling around in a Legion Rhino. Um, See? With... Then it doesn't matter as much. Exactly. And part of that Rhino setup, it's gonna have a pinter-mounted multi-melter because can you say 30, can you th- say thirty thirty k proto razor back? I can. Um, so yeah, that's what they're gonna be rocking around with. I was gonna put a Volkite Charger there as well, but I ran out of points. Um, so yeah, basically that's what that is. Um, then the the genuinely fun part, and I think no Fourth Legion list is complete without them, is um, not one but two. Batteries of quad mortars. 
each battery is two quad mortars and those quad mortars both have shatter shells because they're really cool and then they have phosphex canisters because <coughs> phosphex yeah and versatility is never a bad thing either versatility is never a bad thing but phosphex it's big it's clever it's pretty your opponent will hate you i don't care it's big it's clever it's pretty um, <laughs> so yes i'll be running phosphex um on those units uh, that's that's two units of two so it gives me a bit of flexibility with uh, deployment with layout with the whole shebang basically um so yeah that is that's my elite section then we come on to the second favorite section of a um, iron warriors player or maybe it's the first i don't know for me currently it's the second we'll see how the quad mortars do on the weekend um and that <laughs> is the heavy support because fast attack is for you know people who wear white armor um and medics that, yeah those those ones are the ones with the silly hairdos um top knots space wolves white yeah okay basically i'm not a white scar blow me um we have the iron havoc support squad because iron havocs are very big and clever um that's a five-man squad with a sergeant everybody is rocking a missile launcher with flak missiles and the sergeant is rocking artificer armor and an augury scanner because again who doesn't like interceptor on a squad of iron havocs that take one off your cover safe and yes that means your jink save drops by one as well um bite me um and then the pièce de résistance the never leave home without it unit for the iron warriors as it currently stands tyrant siege terminator squad not a big one only seven models big um but there are three chain fists rolling around in that group um to basically give somebody a very bad day um yeah so that's my list it's foot slogging it's it's fourth legion without having gigantic artillery tanks in it um i think it's going to be a lot of fun surprisingly when we go through it in the main section uh, a little bit later on when you hear the main section of the um show tonight we actually talk about the uh the lists and we well, we talk about the uh missions and everything and it looks like having a large amount of troops might actually be useful oh yeah um <laughs> as far as actually achieving the uh the objectives for the event so yay bonus um so that's pretty much what what we're going with um so that is my list i am looking forward to doing it i have been paging this for far too bloody long it was supposed to be um ready for lincoln uh but when Lincoln and that was in the beginning of may <laughs> yep so when i couldn't actually attend lincoln and that fell through i basically put the brakes on for a bit and then went holy shit i, I can actually attend scandus fuck yeah oh god um <laughs> now i've been trying to cram it in around work and everything so that's my list um uh, well, you'll get a full um on the, on the day stroke after action report from us in our next episode but uh, you got any comments any thoughts about the list send them in and we'll be interested to uh, do a little retrospect on them and see how they went so yeah that's that's the iron fourth there for you so bring on the 10th legion who the 10th this is a bit more elite almost even though yours is quite elite as well handbag starving yeah then we have uh, this is quite a lot for the fluff reasons that I'm running the right of war and stuff. So I just want to mention ooh, that ooh, because sorry. I could. Sorry, I do. I do apologize for cutting you off, Chris. I just realized something. I didn't actually mention the right of war I was running. 
Oh. I'm going to be running... Yeah, I know. I'm going to be running the Iron Fire. Because, you know... That works. Yeah, Barrage. That works. Who doesn't, who doesn't love free fearless, basically? Um, Indeed. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Apologize for cutting in on you there, bud. You go for it. Yeah. Uh, as I was starting to mention, uh, my list is... Uh, it's quite... Uh, done from a fluff standpoint rather than I want to win properly standpoint because I could have chosen another right of war and basically have had the same list but I didn't and here it comes and this is uh, HQ it starts off with uh, well this is 10th legion there's only really one person that can lead it Shadrach Medusan right? no okay. it's the Ferris Manus Oh, don't lose your head, son. And as I said, uh, he's in the HQ slot. That means I'm running Pr- Primarch's Chosen. And there's no really, uh, no <laughs> real reason for that other than having him in the <laughs> in the HQ slot. Mm-hmm. That's a legit reason. Yeah, and it fits the theme of the army because it's, this is a veteran army. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we have a subtle, subtle hint there. Yeah. Now we have a Legion Centurion, which is running as a Siege Breaker. That got Archer's Armor, Boarding Shield, and Cyber Familiar. Melter Bombs, Phosphic Bombs, and a Power Fist. That's just for fun. And then we have casual, a... Casual Power Fisting! Yeah, with Phosphic Bombs. Mm. <laughs> and then we have a Legion Centurion, the, the, other, the last HQ, which is uh, a Moss of Signal running a Shonable Saber and three regular upgrades for uh, Iron Hands. Mm-hmm. Console and a Volkite Charger. Groovy. Yeah, so he's both uh, Shonable Saber in case someone actually managed to get to him and then have as a Volkite Charger for funds. See, I, I have to say, sorry, every time I hear Shonable Saber, I honestly think people should have some form of um, like Cavalry Saber on their characters. Oh, uh, if I could find some in the proper scale and it looked like power weapons, I probably would. I think Cromlech have some. never bought, bought them, but... Yeah, Maybe for the future. Worth a look. Anyway, sorry, yes. Yeah. And then we have uh, the troops, which is a Legion Veteran Tactical Squad, which is a full Legion Veteran Tactical Squad, nine Marines uh, and Sergeants, and they're running Marksmen, got Melta Bombs and two Plasma Guns. And they have a, a Rhino with a Dose of Blade and Multi Meltas, and uh, I got two of those units, identical ones. Cool. And then I have a Legion Veteran Tactical Squad with four combi weapons, which are going to be Meltas. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, let's also have a Sergeant with the combi weapons, have a familiar. They got machine killers and Melta bombs and Melta gun, so you get plus one to the armor penetration. Mm-hmm. And uh, they might be running with the Centurion, might the Siegebreaker. For, for for undisclosed or uh, uh, reasons that are obviously far too subtle to uh, to understand. Yeah, it's always subtle. These, these lists are always subtle. <laughs> <coughs> Casual yeah, warhound. But, um, yeah, but I don't have any warhound in this. Not no. in this one, at least. But uh, they're running with the siege breaker, and there's a reason why there's no what you call an apothecaries in this list, and that is because uh, first gives them a six plus six up anyway. Yeah. So I put those points in uh, Contempt of Mortis with uh, Twin Carries instead. That's a legit choice. Yeah, needed some anti-air. Yeah. And anti-everything that it can hit, basically. Anti, uh, anti-opponent. anti Yeah. Anti-that that's not uh, too high on armor value. Yeah. 
even though it's good running. Then it's an Anvilus Patent Red Claw Drop Pod. Mm-hmm. How's that going, by the way? Uh, it's almost. Uh, it's uh, It's almost done. I need okay. to paint it basically. And I f- f- sourced some engines for it as well, so oh, it's. Oh sweet. Not that much left. But I can show. But it should. I'm gonna throw a picture of that as well later on in the group. And then the heavy support, which is a five-man or a six-man Lydian support, mm-hmm. heavy support squad with Volkite Culverins. Yeah. They got a sergeant that's exchanged his uh, exchanged his heavy weapon for a Nancy Vox. And then they got an Ogre scanner on that. And of course, the Master of Signal is supposed to be in that unit as well. Yeah, so that makes plenty of sense, that does. Yeah, and then uh, the thing I'm building right now, which is the uh, Whirlwind Scorpius. Mm-hmm. And then I got a Karen Venator tank destroyer with Armored Ceramite in the list as well. Ugh. I mean, yay. Yeah, so it's uh, there's a Death Star in this list. And if anyone that managed to listen to this before Avaria managed to, to figure out what it is, they should just send a message into the podcast and tell it, tell me if they managed to find out the proper Death Death Star. Can you identify a spot? Pin the tag on the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah, we're all about family fun games here. <coughs> I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus. I'm not allergic to, the, the, to these statements. I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh-huh. there's our list just laced. Uh, I uh, w- forgot, uh, forgot that I was going to run, or I promised run. Iron Hands and be loyalists for this event for, until like three days before they were actually supposed to send the lists in. That, to be fair, that's probably because we've, we've spent all that time talking about Scandus Yeah. our list for Scandus and uh, spoiler or teaser alert Chris, Chris and I, uh, if you haven't heard it already on the show, will be uh, both playing on the traitor side at Scandus and we'll be teaming up on uh, the very first game against the boys from Northern Heresy. So um, always a good reason to, uh, to keep in uh, in uh, dibs with what we've been, what we're doing, but um, yeah, we may have been talking about that quite a bit, so it's completely understandable. Completely understandable. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's uh, quite a, quite a lot of difference in the list I'm planning for this <laughs> event and the next event. So only a subtle, yeah. subtle, subtle difference. Thankfully, given that I've also been ill and the school has started up again and stuff like that. I'm quite glad that I didn't have to paint my entire Scandus army for Avaria as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you'd be in my boat going, fuck! A little bit, maybe. Yep. (laughs) Because that's how we roll. Gangster style. So that uh, that is a very cool list. That is a very cool list. Primark's chosen man. Go big or go home. Yeah, there are quite the big drawbacks as well, because if, if the opponent managed to kill Ferris, uh, all of my army loses scoring. Oh, sucky. Can still, uh, con- sucky. Can still contest, but... Uh, Contesting denial, is basically, isn't it? Yeah, so it could become a denial list instead of a scoring list if uh, Ferris dies. Uh, yeah. Save the Primark! Keep, keep but but on the other hand, you, ha- you still have to kill Ferris. Yeah, good luck with that. Um... Well, there's a few last cannon teams that could achieve it, but, you know... Um... Yeah, or some really nasty plasma teams. Yeah. But, but um, you know, good luck on that, basically, I think. And to be fair, it's 
I rather have fun and play a fun list than build a list that would crush everyone. Nah, there's no need to bring the cheese. Just go, go and have some fun. Because if I wanted to do that, I could just have brought them brought a Mechanicum list instead. Yeah, that that would suck. <laughs> that would suck big time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Respect to the Mechanicum, but still, that would be very sucky to be on the receiving end of that pain. Yeah, but uh, at least uh, it's not. Uh, I'm not going to do the list that I threatened Eric with uh, for the Boros event. Oh. Which was uh, filling the entire heavy support section of a 2500 point uh, <laughs> Reductor Matrix of Ruin list with uh, only Medusas. <laughs> That's uh, four selections times three. three. Oh Jesus Christ, dude! And uh, and the uh, order doctor Medusa's take uh, can take both ammo as standard. That's a gigantic fuck you from all the way over here list, isn't it? Basically. Yeah, and they all they would all be scoring in the enemy's deployment zone. And people wonder why we we jokingly call you the guy with no friends because you know you come up with lists like this, man. You don't have to run them. You just come up with them. You're evil. Well. If you were to run against relics, there is a mechanical relic that basically could wipe that out in two turns. Okay, that, that, no, no, you're going to give me nightmares, let alone anybody else. So, um, that, chill, relax, <laughs> tone it back a bit. Um, so, okay, that's your list. Is there anything we want to talk about Avarii before we actually go and talk about Avarii? Um, well, I think we covered quite a lot of it in... Uh the next section and for those who haven't listened to it in the last uh, Northern Heresy they also talked with one of the Oscars yeah and they discussed uh, amongst others uh, Jens lists list and stuff yeah which is going to be all shades of fun I think um, yeah so if you want another perspective on it you should probably talk uh, check that out as well yeah definitely go and hit the boys up they uh, they do some good they do some good content and uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun we get to hang out with uh, we get to hang out with Jens actually um there is some discussion between myself and Christopher about taking down some recording equipment and uh, maybe catching some views of people on the day. We will see. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, it's mainly, uh, with, with stuff like that, it's mainly about transportation and getting stuff set up and still being able to take part in the event without having to faff. If nothing else, there will be photos. Yeah, there'll be a shit ton of photos, that's for sure. And we'll, if nothing else, we'll come back and do a recording in the evening and have some uh, some cool post of REI goodness for you guys as uh, part of our next episode, because that will be our next episode, wrapping up and coming back and talking about REI. So, yep. yeah, very, very cool. So with that being, without a further ado... I think it is time we moved on to our main section of the evening. So we are going to play out to a little song here chosen by one of the Oscars. Um, I can't remember which. I haven't decided which song of who's, which Oscar I will choose. But basically, one of the Oscars chose this. There are two of them. So one of them is one of them's either wrong or right, depending on your choice of music. And we will be right back with a full, and I do mean full because we're going to discuss the the uh, missions, the whole event, the reason, everything about it, history, all that sort of jazz. A full description, discussion, and chat about Avarii itself. So we'll be right back after this song. yippee There'll be no wedding bells for today I got spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle As I go riding merrily along Jingle, jangle 
they sing. Oh, ain't you glad you're single? Jingle, jangle. And that song ain't so very far from wrong. Jingle, jangle. Oh, Lily Bell. Oh, Lily Bell. Oh, Lily Bell. Oh, Lily Bell. Though I may have done some fooling, this is why I never fell. Cause I got spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle. Jingle, jangle. And I go riding merrily along. They sing, oh, ain't you glad you're single? Jingle, jangle. And that song ain't so very far from wrong. Jingle, jangle. <laughs> segment and as as is always the, the case with uh, big special events coming up and this one being none, nonetheless it's uh i think it's our first sort of podcast showdown isn't it chris literally the first time yeah. we've thrown out thrown some dice in the same room which is kind of interesting um and, well, let's hope so at least we never know yeah but, and as everybody knows we're going to be on opposite sides of the table dun, dun, dun. as it should be as it should be until scandus when we're on the same side of the table yay yeah i have, have had my reservations about that but you were adamant to not to what, turn loyalist what do you mean adamant freddie had already set it up i'm like i don't want to fight three guys on my own so yeah, well linus was supposed to be playing his alpha legion from the start so yeah, then he, no, then he managed it, to Bring knights instead. Yeah, but it makes more sense if we do it. If we play and uh, no, no, stop. We are not going down that path. We've got a whole episode dedicated <laughs> to that in the future. We will do that later. So tonight we have as our main segment, we are going to be talking about the Avarii cluster uh, series of events and 
the first well there's already been three we're on phase three at the moment so it's kind of the avarii cluster saga system story you know what i'm gonna shut up i'm gonna get the guys in and, and we're gonna introduce the guys who actually talk about this and know what they're talking about so i'm about to slay two very amazing swedish names so we have and i've slayed his name a couple of times so he can appreciate this uh mr oscar Huevel. Hi. Hey. And uh, Mr. Oscar Wick. What's better this time, actually? Yay, cool. Uh, Oscar Wickdahl or Wickdahl? Hello. Wickdahl is Vick. the correct pronunciation. But... Okay, so we, uh, it's going to be a case of uh, Mr. S and Mr. W, Mr. Pink, Mr. Black, or Mr. or OS and OW, or basically there's two Oscars, there's two Oscars talking. One of them will be talking at any given point. I'm crap with names. As our listeners, you know this by now. So, you know. We'll just fumble through this the best we possibly can. And the other guy in the conversation is Chris, so we're good. Yep. Yeah, perfect. So let's let's get straight into this. Let's get into the actual uh, bones of this thing. Um, one of you, both of you, doesn't matter. Fight it over who who starts. But what? Why Avaria? Why does Avaria exist? Tell us about it. What what's it all about? Well, basically. Uh... <clears throat> Basically, we have in Malmo, we have the uh, Malmo Figurspelsvereining. Uh, it's like a miniature uh, community. And uh, Oscar, not me, yeah. uh, is the uh, main guy for that. And uh, when, because I've been playing uh, 30k for a while mm -hmm. uh, with a small uh, group, and we recruited Oscar, and he got interested. Uh, and they talked about uh, having events, basically. At uh, Spelens House, which is the location where Malmö Fjordsvets training is at. So, uh, and I've always wanted to run. When I played 40k, I was thinking about running 40k tournaments. And so, when I got the chance and read up on some uh, 30k events, and figured, why not try it? So, I held one event uh, about a year ago, mm -hmm. uh, or maybe in 10 months ago, uh, to test it out. And then uh, I wanted to do a campaign like the um, uh, like the, the Inferno series in Australia. Cool. Uh, so that's why Avaria happens. And it's, um, it's not just a straight sort of slog fest. You've kind of been building this scene at the same time, right? Yeah, we've been... Uh, first of all, there's always the two teams... There are never there are never points for just a single person winning his games. That's not important. The important thing is to win for loyalists or traders. Uh, and then we have a map and some story to go with it to kind of get people excited and have something more real to fight over um, and bonuses for controlling certain territories and stuff. Cool. So this this is this is not just your. Um, I, I I'm gonna sure I'm gonna annoy people and say this. This is just not your average game club, gaming club get together kind of thing. You've put some real heart and story into this to really make it something something very 30k. I think is a fair thing to say with the the narrative stuff. But it's uh, it's very cool to to see that you've you've taken that step straight out, pretty much straight out of the gate. Yeah, well, it has evolved. The first uh, phase one uh, this year was uh, <laughs> not as advanced and evolved uh, as phase three is going to be, because mm -hmm. uh, there was 
not as much fluff and uh, it was yeah it was not as advanced basically you start and somewhere, now right? yeah 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 you got to start somewhere and now we're trying to we have some really good people like Oscar is uh, has done a great job with his terrain crew uh, they've done a lot of great terrain and we have some uh, a friend of ours Kalle who's uh, doing some graphic stuff with the map and uh, so on so there's a lot of things happening now yeah, and it's it, it just keeps it seems to get bigger and bigger and and better and better from what I what I've uh, been seeing online. And you know, pe- that's, people that's are, the hope. Well, yeah, I think I I think it's achievement rather than hope, my friend. I think it's uh, if anybody's interested in sort of seeing what's going on, uh, if you take a look at the uh, 30k Sweden group um, while you're listening to this, or our Facebook page, because the the idea is it will have information up and some of the uh, pictures and stuff up, so you can have a look as the episode goes along. Uh, but you'll see the sort of work that these guys have been putting in on on the the terrain and the you know everything that's been going on down there. Um, so sort of, I tell you what, take us kind of take us through the the first couple of phases. How what what you sort of started off with, how how it sort of built in a bit more detail maybe, and just sort of give a, give us the story of um, of the Avaria cluster as it stands. Uh, the fluff version or the organization version? Take it. You know what? Why don't do both? But I mean, you guys work out who's going to talk what, and then go for it. Because uh, you know, I, I'm interested to hear both. I think it's a good thing for people to hear that both exist. Um, yeah. Well, uh, the fluff version basically comes from what happens at the events. So maybe just uh, talk about that. Yeah, sure. And. Go for it. Uh, well, at the first event, uh, my one of the main quests for me, at least with the with the Avaria cluster, was to to have an escalation kind of league or not league, but a campaign. Yeah. Uh, to get new people interested, because uh, the betrayal at Calf box dropped, and a lot of people got that, and uh, but had so they had like fifteen hundred points or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what we started with. The first of RI was uh, 1,500 points and some rules to have, like, not too heavy tanks and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, for example, we had a rule that there could be no tanks with more than uh, four hit po- uh, hull points. So no Spartans and no super heavies and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I think Christopher can attest to how, how much fun a, a casual Spartan is at 1,500 points. Right, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not as bad if it's managed to run over a fence and get stuck on turn one. So, that... yeah, but not everybody has that luck con- either. Well, the contents of the Spartan was way worse, actually. Yeah, but at least it slowed it getting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Oscar. Sorry, go. No, that, it's okay. Uh, and then we, uh, and then we tried to. So, with the first one was small battles. We had four battles uh, over one day, and. Uh, just small ones, and then uh, the second phase was about, I'd say, two months later, and we uh, so people had that time to uh, paint up another 500 points or buy some cool tanks or whatever, and uh, and also the first one was pretty much to get the scene going because there was a small group of people playing in Malmö, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, we wanted more course wanted more people and, and when 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 the event actually dropped 
it turned out that there was a lot of people with uh, with 30k armies. So that was great. And then we escalated to 2,000 points and uh, tried some uh, territory bonuses and stuff like that. So when you control, for example, on, on the map we have three kinds of bonuses. We have territory bonuses, yeah. the one who controls the most territory. And this goes to uh, the, the factions, right? The loyalist and the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. yeah. So, so they have... Uh, the, these bonuses go to... Now, from... Ter- yeah, they go to the general, because mm-hmm. there's a general for each faction, and they get small cards, bonus cards. Uh, I actually have them here. It's like a card that says... For example, if you have the most tiles, uh, aka territory, you can uh, give this card to one of your players, uh, and they can play it anytime, basically. And this one is a booby trap, uh, so you booby trap a terrain piece in the battle, and when it's used, it's used, but uh, each round you get new ones. Oh, so, sweet. So they have, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I've been uh, testing out some stuff and checking with Oscar and some other guys what could work, what's not going to work, and and so you get that for most territory or most tiles and most factories, because we have a bunch of factories, and most hive cities, because we have a bunch of hive cities on the map as well. Sweet. Uh, so that's cool. And uh, we found out that some of them were totally imbalanced. Some were really sucky. <laughs> other, uh, 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 Mr. Oscar S., that sounds like a very big chuckle. Like, Is that an experienced chuckle kicking in there? Or? No, no. It was just uh, the Avari 2 was a lot of complaining. <laughs> a lot of people like, I lost this game because of that. And I lost this game because of this card and this special rule. I was like, nah, come on, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, seriously. Yeah. Sack up a little mm-hmm. bit. If you lo- if, if a card kills your game, you're not you're not playing right. No. But uh, okay. And that was there was also a part of the of the charm, at least I think so. But I'm not playing, so <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I like the the, the latest yeah, the latest of Aria, uh, one of the guys that played what's his name again? He plays Ultramarines. Really nice, clean paint job. Uh, Anton. Anton, yeah. Uh, he used like four cards on me in one game. Oh, <laughs> oh, that, that's that. that and they, considering considering what you've already told us about them, that's a lot. That seems like a lot of firepower to come in on one game or or additional support. Let's call it that. That sounds like it could have been it could have been an interesting game yeah. to be in the middle of. Yeah, still one though. Hey, hang on. That's you, because your militia army is totally imbalanced. <laughs> yeah, he, so much guys like his uh, special units uh, just swamped them up. We love your militia list. We've talked about your militia list. We love your militia yeah, list. Yeah, and you call it like the fucktard army or something. I don't no, know. no, I did not <laughs> call it that. I, I, I called I, I. All right, maybe I call it something like that, but it's more the uh, I would I would need a hammer to beat that thing just to destroy the models. So you couldn't put them on the table. Um, that's the only way I could see of winning against that one because it's awesome. But you're on my side, so I'm, I'm happy. I, I, I don't, ah, I, I don't mind. I'm cool. I'm, yeah, it's I'm, great that you're coming for this one. Yeah, awesome. well, that's that's, a, that's been... a big thing for me. It's great. Yeah. You've been expected. Have I? Oh God! Right, no pressure. Shit! I better paint my models. Um, damn it. That really sounds a bit ominous there. Yeah, you've been you've been expected. There's a room waiting for you and everything. Uh, yeah. Guys, why is there a pillow bag in, pillowcase in here? Um, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's let's not detract from that. Uh, yeah, so the the cards have been adding a lot of fluff and flavor, I see. Yeah, hopefully at least, and uh, we'll see. I have I have actually yet to uh, to work out the last uh, things for the cards for this event, but uh, we'll see. 
they'll return. Mm, you've <laughs> in one way or another. Warned. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. If you don't mind me drawing the parallel, they remind me they, they seem like a very a much more instant and and a fun version of like the um, the dog tag system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that's is, uh, that's one of the inspirations for it. Uh, and I, but I wanted uh, more, basically. Yeah, no, I tell. As I say, it's a great, a great little inspiration. I I really like it. I like I like that you've taken that idea and kind of made it your own, which is very very cool. But again, not not to get sidetracked. So uh, you've got the cards, and the, the, these are you say these are generated from sort of like controlling parts of the or the the sort of system that you have yeah. set up. Yeah, basically, I wanted to uh, to make it not just about the the games itself, mm. because uh, so we have a, a phase before we have we fight three battles. Uh, let's just talk about uh, this phase three. Yeah, let's gonna, there's going to be three battles, and uh, <clears throat> before each one, there's a, a phase basically where all the guys huddle up around the map. And the general says, okay, I'll send my uh, ultramarine army forward into this sector. And then the uh, traitor general has to send someone up to defend. Ah, uh, sweet, okay. And that is basically how you take sectors from the other ones. Uh, and uh, so there's going to be 12 battle zones, basically, mm -hmm. since we're 24 players. Oh, awesome. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and if you if you win... You claim it, uh, and if you lose, you lose it. <laughs> yeah, no, and basically, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. No pressure. Uh, and that makes since you can only attack uh, adjacent um, uh, sectors. Yeah. You have to like in the uh, last phase, uh, last time mm. there was um, the traitors moved against some territories that were empty, okay. but it placed them right next to important ones, like factories and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that in phase three, they are able to attack them. Uh, since you cannot jump territories, you have to be adjacent. Forward so planning. it gives value. It gives value to some territories that doesn't have any value Immediately. to start with. Yeah. That's a very, it, it, was that a general's decision by any chance, or was that just a did that just sort of happen? Did somebody play for that, or did it, did it just? That's just how. It yeah, yeah, yeah. The general general went for that for two turns. Just I need these four territories uh, Good play. to be able to. So, but that was because the the traders have they're having a hard time, uh, especially <laughs> on the main planet. Uh, awesome, and I'm going to make it even worse for them as a traitor. I mean. <laughs> Yay. We'll see. We, I, I've changed the generals. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're not allowed to be general anymore. Why? You just—it's it, not been your time, man. It's not your time. <laughs> it's not—it's not your dawning of Aquarius yet. No, next time. Next time. Cool. So that's basically it. And uh, now we get to see who wins. And then in phase four, which is the last uh, phase for this year. Mm -hmm. uh, gonna see who claims the Avari system awesome. or the Avari cluster. What's the sort of what's the um, I mean I, I I have no idea what level of detail you're at at the moment, but what sort of uh, I you know I'm guessing another 500 point increase by any chance for for uh, phase four. That is correct, 3,000 points, and it's gonna be uh, 
balls to the wall with whatever you want. Like now I have a restriction, you can only bring two knights. And if you bring knights, you're not allowed to bring uh, another Lord of War. Okay. But at 3,000 points, it's going to be just do what you want. So a Stormhammer, five knights, and 300 levies. Everyone is allowed to do whatever they want, except for Oscar. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna, I can, I can, I can beat that. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to be honest. I'm gonna beat that, and that's um, the, sto- the storm, the ha- storm, storm Stormhammer's the transport, isn't it? The forty, ca- forty carrier. No, that's the uh, bane bed with a lot of last cannons. Okay, which one's the st- is Storm Lord? Then I think it is. Is, is that the one? Yeah, Storm Lord is yeah. the transport one. Yeah, Storm Lord, twenty tyrant terminators. Thank you very much. Yeah, tyrants are gonna die. Sorry to say. <laughs> Uh, well, Storm Lord, 20 tyrant Terminators, you know, firing out of the back. 20 men can fire out of their turn. That's 40 crack missiles a turn. That's going to make somebody have a very bad day. I actually have a question about that, because I'm I'm planning on getting a Storm Lord for my Space Wolves to have uh, 20 Terminators charging out of it. <laughs> but it but it says it's only open-topped um, with regards to embarking and disembarking. Yeah. So I don't think you can shoot out of it. It does have an open. It does have a fire point. It does. It does list as oh, okay, a fire okay. point. It's more the um, the uh, open topped for yeah for stuff like that for the it, it is there. It's it's one of the it's one of those ones that I, ch- I I trust the the internet on especially when you've got um, I, I won't lie I've been talking about a lot this a lot with uh, Freddie and Ryan Kimmel so I'm feeling pretty confident. Uh, that, that's kind of the Gorgonzola check right there. Um, love you guys, but it really is. <laughs> okay, but that's good for me because then I can put some shitty stuff in. Yeah, you go crazy, crazy fun. That's what it's all about. But uh, no, I am, I am already looking forward to it, and I may just order some Leviathan dreadnoughts because why not? Nice. Yeah, because you know Leviathans are cool, man. Big, big, and cool. clever. So, uh, Oscar, Oscar W, Mr. Oscar. Yeah. Um, you are you're organising, not playing these event, the events themselves, or? No, I'm not playing. Uh, I have I played um, last uh, phase. We had uh, one player who could only be there for the first game. Okay. So I played the second and the third game, and that was fun to play. But it was awful for the because it was a lot more stressful for me and I couldn't really enjoy the organizing part yeah. uh, while playing. So uh, I prefer not to play okay. when I'm organizing. I prefer to play though. But yeah, don't, so, don't we all? No, I, I feel you on that yeah. one. I really do. Um, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun organizing as well. I like it a lot. So it's cool. That is very very cool. And uh, Mr. S. Yeah, you've been playing for all, or will have played for all three phases once this one's over. Is that right? No, I didn't play for the first one. You didn't play uh, for the first one. Shock horror. No, I I was a late bloomer in the thirty k. <laughs> oh, comes to us all in the end. Comes to us all in yeah. the end. He was only thirty curious when. Uh... Oh, well, <laughs> welcome to the family. Oh, I'm so so glad you're here. Um, yeah. So uh, no, I was just there uh, observing playing another game. Uh, so uh, no. No, but the last two ones, uh, the last one I played, so now it's the uh, second. 
I'm uh, really looking forward to it. So I'm painting like a crazy person. <laughs> I, I know the feeling. I'm currently sat here painting a number of... I've got 13... Mo- th- th- uh, i got a lot of models to paint in a very short space of time. <laughs> Same. Uh, the diorama is its not going to happen for me. It's, <laughs> go, diorama, go! We need no, more diorama, too, people. Yeah, I call in sick for the week, this week <laughs> from work. Right. <laughs> I could do it. Yeah... Uh, um, <laughs> I was um, very sorry for the typing, by the way. I'm just clattering away here on the keyboard in like six different directions. Um, I, I, I obviously with with my current situation, which everybody's uh, sort of aware of now. I um, I've had some time off, and then I, I sort of realised that actually it's really hard when you're covering from head injuries. It's really hard to focus on small things. So I've been painting um, painting a rhino and some um, what may or may not be a couple of quad mortars. Oh, um, nice. Which oh, what am I saying? Everybody's going to know what they are now. They've already heard the list. So I've just um, I've just uh, just built the finished building and painting uh, four um, quad mortars. So two nice. two two double batteries with um, phosphex and shatter shells. Nice. Yeah, Pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, go big, go clever, and be that guy. Um, and well, it's not, it's not the twelve quad mortars at least. Yeah, I've heard rumors of that. Um, yeah. Kim and Linus, no. <laughs> Kim and Linus calling them out already. Yeah, well, the, they're the power gamers of our group. Yeah, well, I, the, the, fun, the funny thing is, I think uh, you know we've mentioned Scandus um, coming up. We've mentioned Scandus many, many times, and there's a, a traitors group, and Kim is kind of like, uh, it's kind of funny. He's like, and so, 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 what, what, what would people think if I if I maxed out quad mortars um, in an army <laughs> list? And I'm sitting there going, the Iron Warrior in me says, do it, brother. Um, the the relatively fair-played and fair-minded person is going, hmm, don't know. Um, <laughs> depends if you put Phosphex in there. And then just the Power Gamer in me is going, why have you not built and painted them already? <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, it's going to happen. Somebody's going to do it one day. Uh, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, so you are playing. You are playing. We, I mean, we've we've discussed your list already, which in uh, a previous episode, which was the militia, knight militia, wall of doom list, which I think is absolutely amazing. Um, for whatever I said about it, I do genuinely love that army list. Yeah, um, I played it once actually. Yes, I do believe against yeah, Oscar actually. I, I do believe it was against Oscar. Oscar actually, am I right? Was yeah, it yeah, yeah. Played each oh, other? Yeah. yeah, I think I think I may we even played each other a couple of weeks back. Yeah, I think I may have even mentioned it as part of the episode recording. I can't remember; it's been a while. Um, but uh, if memory serves, the uh, there was a and Oscar gave up picture because there were just too many levies to keep grinding through, kind of thing. He, he killed like what was it, like eighty-five, ninety models? Yeah, <laughs> it seems <laughs> crazy. And because we we counted in the beginning, and I was outnumbered exactly ten to one. Oh, lovely. <laughs> oh, there's there, there, there's numbers for you. <laughs> so I killed uh, like uh, almost half of your army, numerically yeah. speaking. But mm. uh, since I had like 21 models, uh, and my knights died. Yeah. Yeah. No, the the last knight survived. He just went on a rampage. Didn't yeah, yeah, that's a, true. It's true. Didn't lose a single hill point. I just ignored him. Yeah. <laughs> I can soak that damage. You know, I, I can ha- I can handle that. And sort of Chuck Norrising it a little bit there, were you? It's like, screw mm. this. I can take the pain. Yeah. 
The problem was when my uh, Volkite Myrmidons died, there was there was not much left to do. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, I, I see the I see the absolute logic of taking Volkite against a massive levy army because it chews through very nicely, especially stuff that doesn't really have a decent armor save. But when that disappears, it's like, nah, crap. <laughs> the, the, best mom, uh, the best moment was when his other knight, his troop knight, was doing really well, killing off my spawns and a squad of ogres. And then it killed a psyker. And the psyker became possessed and killed the knight. Yeah, Damn. that was no fun. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's something to write home. That's something you sort of take a picture of and frame that, that moment there. Yeah, so he stomped him to death and then he came back and killed the knight so yeah game on Um, (laughs) okay those are definitely hero moments that you sort of put down there you know yeah having come back as a spawn of his own spawn model all of his own it's like yeah this is what happens after you get stamped on by a knight you Mm. become epic Um, (laughs) that's pretty sweet man so Got a good split, a good variation of uh, players and armies for the the upcoming event, or do you see more of? Uh, unfortunately, I kind of know this because there is a list of the armies available. But do you kind of see a wide wide variety, or are we talking, you know, Iron Warrior spam by any chance? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, now you kind of mention it. <laughs> There is some kind of Iron Warrior spam going on. Uh, no, but I think it's uh, pretty varied. I mean, there are only eight legions plus Mechanicum plus, uh, like, pre-post humans uh, in uh, available for each team, and there are 12 players. So uh, some repeats are inevitable, I think. So and there's, there's uh, at least, like, three Iron Warrior lists, if I remember rightly, on the trade. Yeah, there are three Iron Warriors, and there are three Ultramarines, but and there are uh, like four, three or four Mechanicum, but uh, otherwise it's pretty good. There are some World Leaders, Alpha Legion, Death Guard, Thousand Sons, Word Bearers, Alpha Legion again, Iron Hands, Space Wolves even, Dark Angels, Knights, White Scars, Blood Angels, Iron Hands. So. But is there any Legion that's available at the moment that's not represented? Dark Angels, uh, Dark Angels, Blood Angels... No, both of them are in. We mm-hmm. have one Blood Angel player and maybe two Dark Angel players. I'm waiting. A thousand Suns. Thousand okay. Suns. We have one of them. Oh, see. Uh, we have one Space Wolf. Um, there are no Raven Guard. Uh, ah. No Night Lords. Um, so none of the no jump children. No Emperor's children. That's no, surprising. he switched to he switched oh, yeah. to Space Wolves. Yeah. Ah, okay. There were so many, uh, so many Raven Guard and uh, Empress Children at uh, Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no Imperial Fists. Oh. Uh, and no. Yeah, maybe that's it. Cool. So it sounds like a well, it is. It is a very, very cool sounding spread that we've got going for the event. And um, yeah, I mean, Chris, Chris and I are going to be there. We're going to be playing on opposite sides of the board. Um, yeah. I think it'll be almost inevitable, if not slightly hilarious. We'll, we'll end up playing each other at some point. I've got this feeling. If nothing more than the generals will just go, oh, it's you two, right? You're against each other, whether you like it or not. I'd be like, oh, fucking fine. <laughs> freaking Rassin, Rassin, Rassin. One of the generals is a Danish guy who nobody knows. So. <laughs> oh, so it's not Kim? <laughs> no, it's not Kim. Okay. Uh, he's been replaced. 
Uh, oh, he's been repl- <laughs> oh, he's been subbed out. Of I actually talked to him before and asked him if it, it was okay to replace him uh, because it felt wrong to have uh, the the only Death Guard player as the uh, as the uh, blah, 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 general when there were three Iron Warrior armies and one of them had the Primarch. So, oh, one uh, of them's yay! Uh, big pair of turbos in the house. Okay, I can't argue it, that. And with the loyalists, it was the same thing because uh, the Iron Hands player, who's been general before, Emil, uh, he fielded Ferris, but Ferris is more or less dead. <laughs> Ferris is a corpse. Let's be fair. He he he's, yeah. he's as, and, as dead as the emperor. Yeah, and then it turned out he couldn't uh, come to the event anyway. Uh, and there were three ultramarines, one of them bringing uh, Gilliman, so he had to be general. Fair enough. I still think my force commander would be an epic general. <laughs> no, no, but Elton, Elton the Levy. Elton the Levy will be an epic general. Elton the Levy. We've actually constructed, since the militia doesn't have any special characters. Yeah. Which is yeah. awful, I think. It is, yeah. actually. They, re- they really need to, like, do a Geno 5-2 or somebody and, yeah. you know... Come on. Yeah, come on, there are like un- untold billions of people and no one is a hero. No one. <laughs> come on. In a, too, too many heroes. In a, pre, <laughs> in a post-human world, where's the pre-post-human love, you know? Yeah. So we made we made a special character up uh, that's called Elton the Levy. Uh, <laughs> so he's basically... Uh, I think he's free. Uh, yeah. Basically. Because, yeah, whatever. He's a levy upgrade. You upgrade uh, one guy in one of your levy squads to become Elton. Uh, and uh, he has uh, some special rules. I'm going to find them. Give me a second. Yeah, he has to be uh, closer to the enemy at the end of his turn than he was at the start. Yeah. Uh, so he has, uh, he has brave but foolish. Elton must always end his movement phase closer to the enemy than he started it. Um, and he has Elton and his gang. Elton may make lookouts or saves on a 4-plus to any member of his own unit that is also a levy. Yeah. And then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's just brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Also a hero to his kin. Uh, so if the game is a tie and Elton is alive, you win by one, one victory point. Awesome. Mm. I love this but he has to move against the, towards the enemy all the time, so yeah. die. He, I think he will die round one of every game. Yeah. Oh, and he's got no special like armor or stuff, no special yeah. stats or anything. So he's a six plus, six plus. Yeah, six plus feel no pain and six plus uh, armor save. This yeah. is my T-shirt. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Yeah. <laughs> and it says, "I am not allowed to die." My mummy says so. We'll see. If you if you win one game by Elton, yeah, you will get a special prize. Uh, Awesome. Awesome. Right. Bunker up on this guy, boys. Bunker up on this guy. We've got to keep him alive. Yeah, so like it's 300 like, militia around him. 300 militia. Yeah, drop your R oh, templates. <laughs> no, it's like saving Private Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Be so Everyone cool. dies to save one man. Yeah. Because that Mad makes sense. complete and utter fucking sense. Sorry. So, so. Oh, I love the sound of him. I really, really. Now I'm do. gonna write a fluff story around Elton and how the Lord Commander uses him. <laughs> oh, I love that. If if Elton if Elton lives 
and somebody wins a game, Elton suddenly becomes command, the force commander of the entire theatre of war. Definitely. Done. It's like we'll see. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying to press you into anything here. I just, you know, he's that epic. He, he has to. Or he becomes an Astartes. Or he gets to become an Astartes. Yay! He can get like the like uh, Corferon has like special treatment to like he's an Astartes, but not an Astartes. Elton yeah. could get that. That would yeah. be cool, man. That'd be such a cool modeling opportunity as well. Just if somebody can do Elton. Model and Elton. Right, okay, sorry. I'm, I'm going to stop now because this thing's going to get a runaway, become a runaway train very quickly. Um, yeah, I was uh, thinking that we might should, maybe should go get back on track talking about uh, the rest of, of REI. Fine, not well, Elton. fine. <laughs> yeah, all right, fine. Well, you get us back on track then. Yeah. Go on then. Do something, do yeah. something responsible and adult. I dare you, Chris. I dare you. Go on, do it. Do it now. Go on, do it. So what's the story about uh, or behind the REI cluster? Uh, the fluff story? Yep. Damn it, that was a good uh, well, question. Uh, it's basically... Because uh, the universe or the galaxy is so large. Uh, I want to hear this in a really good narrative voice. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. I'll just read it. Yeah. I have it written down, but it's pretty long. And use your teacher voice. Okay, I don't have a teacher voice. Wait a minute. <clears throat> the Avari cluster had never seen war <laughs> <laughs> That's <Sorry>. my teacher. <laughs> Stop laughing. He's on a roll. Do it, man. Do it. Do it. Awesome. Do it. Continue. Do it. I'll okay. edit into a movie tone, movie tone sort of intro and everything. Do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I want music uh, in the background. Okay. Like Hang it. Up. Forty-five minutes into the recording. I don't care if you guys at home are listening to this. This is for science. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Go for it. Okay. The Avari cluster had never seen war like this. There was no reason to it. No humanity was the very epitome of the kind of war that the Warmaster's Rebellion had put into motion across the galaxy. Mighty Astartes clashed all over the sector, unleashing ever more powerful weapons in their quest to vanquish those who had once been their brothers. I'm not, I'm not going to read all of it because it's really long. <laughs> That's cool. No, uh, uh, you're going to hear this twice now, guys. Whoever's listened to this, you'll yeah. have heard it already because this is going to open the segment. Okay. <laughs> no uh, but basically, <laughs> it's the... Yeah, okay. I, I've put the uh, the fluff up on the uh, VARI uh, event yeah. and in the 30k Sweden site, so you can read it. It's uh, And don't forget to throw it up. We, we, um, don't forget to throw it up in our group and our Facebook page as well, if you want. So our, our readers, our listeners, readers, people who actually bother to listen to Christopher and I and drone on and Freddie occasionally. Yeah, so just steal it. Uh, I'll it. give it to you, and yeah, or just steal it. Yeah, steal it. Damn, your powers of delegation are strong. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do all day. Uh, get away from work. Uh, um, don't we all? Yeah, but anyway, it's because uh, it's since it's uh, post East One Five. Yeah. Uh, we uh, there are hundreds of thousands of worlds that uh, where war is waged, basically in the. Uh, Shadow or Dark Crusade or whatever it's called, the uh, Horus launches. Mm -hmm. And the Avari cluster has uh, two Forge Worlds. Uh, and uh, one is uh, basically a, a military world that produces robots and stuff to go kill other people. Uh, and one of them is um, more of a tech world. Not, not, not a lot of... Uh, fight the robots and stuff. And then there are a couple of other planets. And 
basically the main thing was that the fight the Forge World declared for Horus, while the rest of the system declared for the Emperor. Screw, uh, sorry, screw you guys, we've got the guns, we're going with the big bad guy. <laughs> yeah, basically, and uh, because they had some long-standing ties with the word bearers and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and so now they're, uh, they're fighting, and uh, as fighting broke out across the system, people started sending armies, and uh, eventually Primarchs. So and now it all escalated very quickly, and now there are Primarchs battling it out. Awesome. That's so cool. Um, I, I, am, I am looking forward to being a part of this very much. I, I, I cannot say not that enough. Uh, it's if Rami be... does something spectacular, I'll write it in Bootstrap. Yay! Right, okay, time to do crazy shit. That, that's fine. Uh, I was planning to try and, you know, play sensible and possibly try and win the games, but, um, you know, bring it on, I'll do the crazy shit. Um, I'm fine with that. I, I just want to go down in Legend now. You know. Try and have one of my uh, units, you know, try and jam a quad mortar up the tailpipe of a, of a knight or something and see what happens. You know. Sounds good. We're trying to blow up tanks with uh, crack grenades in melee. Yeah, bring it, baby. You know, I'm, I'm going to take this Spartan. No, wait. Um, no, you're not going to take a Spartan. No. You know that you aren't. No, I know I'm not. I'm not taking. I was going to say take a Spartan out, but um, not with a crack grenade. Not with a crack grenade. <laughs> it would just piss it off. No. It just kind of things like. Boom. Oh, Maybe Elton has special crack grenades. That's like oh, strength nine. Strength ten, armor bay, AP one. Yeah. yeah. It's a shape, a shape charged. One years old. Yeah, but every time he throws it, he kills a d6 of his own men. Yeah. D6 of d6 wounds on on himself. Yeah, he can look out, sir. Yeah. He can look out, sir. That's cool. Yeah, no, he has to be modeled. It has to be the whole modeled with the brown military sock that looks like it's covered in oil or glue or whatever it was. From, you know, because that makes sense. Um, yeah, like the guy in Private Ryan who blows himself up. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Standard, standard tactics. Yeah. yeah. True hero. Yeah. <laughs> he's a hero to his kin, so. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? And he's also brave but foolish. Yeah. <laughs> See, it, it, his legend writes itself. Yep. It's as simple as that. It just writes itself for you. So that's very, very cool. So um, we are going to go through the mission packs to talk about Avarii 3. We've touched on Avarii 4 already. Um are there any, I mean, before... Actually, no, we'll, we'll round up with, with those thoughts, actually, thinking about it. Let's let's sort of go through the the sort of mission handout, because you put, you've put together a player's pack, and there is, yep. a, there is a player's pack out. Do you want to just give us a brief overview of the player's pack? Is there anything important that the guys really, really, like, should be listening and therefore remembering to be bringing, apart from, you know, themselves, their, their miniatures kind of thing? Is there anything you want to sort of... Uh, go through with that at all or the most important thing is uh, basically to bring a printed army list um, clear and easy to read uh, so you can hand it to your opponent and say this is what I've got so basically Uh, don't hold your mobile phone with Battlescribe and all that crap in front of them going here it is and also do not just go to Battlescribe and press print because people do that and I hate it because it's really good for me when playing but it's really crap for my opponent who doesn't care that my Praetor has Initiative 5 and I want to, ha- to have it clearly written. My my enemy, my opponent just wants to know, okay, so you have a Praetor, he has an Iron Halo and a Paragon Blade. 
That's all I need to know. Yeah. But basically, uh, quick, quick tip, little aside, quick tip for those of you who use Battlescribe. If you go into the list, when you actually view the list itself, you, you go into the, the little eye icon in the top right-hand corner to view the list as a, as a printout with all its details and stuff in there. When you do that, top right-hand corner, click on the cog, and that's the settings, and you can actually go in there and choose what level of information you display. That's really useful to know when you print it out, or email it to yourself at work, or school, or wherever, and then print it out, because you can turn it on and off, and that way your army list will be in a readable format for everybody else when you do the printouts, and you can have the funky all, well, all bells, all whistles, oh god I forgot my red book at home list, ready to go for yourself. Sorry, just an aside, I've been learning about that recently. I thought it was important for people to know. So, That's a good tip. Yeah. Uh, I have a I have a good example of an army list stolen from uh, uh, last uh, Avari cluster as well in the player pack. So you can see how I want it to look. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so take us take us through the, the take us through the the mission handout then. If oh sorry, is is there anything you wanted to go through on the on the the pack itself, the sort of players pack? Um, no, just uh, I think it's all pretty clear. Um, just uh, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> I just read through it now, and I can't. I I think it's clear because I know everything about everything. So <laughs> cool, fair enough. So if you get stuck, then you know just message Oscar because he'll love you for it. Um, yep. So go on. Then. Let's go through the. Um, let's go through the actual mission pack itself and let, let's let's go through there so you take us through that oscar and, and do you take us through sort of the, the mission handout and how it all, all runs down for the day yeah okay so i'll just um i'll just go through the mission mission one and then i'll let uh, oscar comment on it because uh, he and some other guys have been uh, uh well, I've been sending them links and going, is this okay? Is this okay? So, ah, guinea pigs. Yeah. Uh, so the mis mission one is called Unexpected Encounter. And uh, this is the first time I'm using in any mission, uh, that in any event that I've had, uh, the Clash of the Line deployment, which is basically the worst deployment uh, ever, except for Ambush. <laughs> That's not um, the horrible diagonal thing. Cross no, no, that one. comes later. Okay. Uh, Clash of the Line is like you have uh, sh your short, your table edge is the short table edge, and then you have like an arrow uh, shape towards the middle. Um, Sorry about that. Sorry about the rustling. Point. I apologize, also cutting in there. Sorry about the rustling, guys. I'm just trying to find some bolters for my uh, for my breaches while we're working here. Sorry, Oscar. I, I, I don't want people to get offended by hobby noise. No problem. Uh, so that's uh, that's a pretty fun deployment, I think, and also for this kind of mission, because I want it to be like, okay, so here we have a, a big... Uh, tr we're transporting our troops, basically, to another location, and suddenly there's an enemy. Whoa. And we have to fight. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> that's the first mission, and that's also why any heavy support choices, as well as super heavy vehicles and super heavy walkers, must start the game in reserve. Uh, because they are further down the line. They are slow lumbering behemoth thingies that are getting there eventually. Yeah, basically. And uh, <clears throat> and then there's a couple of... Uh, there are four objective markers uh, worth uh, different points to different people because uh, there are two... 
uh, each player places uh, an objective in no man's land, and then each player places. Uh, wait. Yeah. Okay. So there are six objectives. It's fun when I realize things with my own missions. Okay. Uh, there it's are. Li- it's live recording, man. Go with it. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so each player places two objectives in the enemy deployment zone. Mm-hmm. And one objective in no man's land, basically. Uh, and they must be 12 from each other to s- spread it out across the field. Because mm-hmm. uh, this mission, I want this mission to be tight and crammed in the beginning, and then be about board control, basically. Uh, oh, the classic crap, 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 crap. <laughs> the last couple of turns. And it also means that uh, this does not favor armies that are have a lot of heavy support and like lots of last cannon dudes and uh, super heavy tanks that just but, but is this is the spartan uh dedicated or is it a heavy uh that depends uh, you can buy it as both depends which unit okay. you're running it with yeah so for uh, some armies the spartan will be not working yeah basically <laughs> i'm not saying uh, the casual spartan and then the objectives are worth more if they're in your the enemy deployment zone. So you want to push forward, but uh, you're going to have to cross the whole board to do it. Cool. Sounds legit. Let's do it. Um, yeah. yeah. Huh? To me, it's, yeah, it sounds like, like good missions. Uh, that mission sounds fun because it's, uh, it gives some people that have uh, gone tank heavy or heavy support heavy or whatever they've been doing. It's looks like becomes like oh, okay, what do I do now? They have to rethink their entire strategy or maybe their list even placed itself, and then you have to rethink your entire strategy and play completely different. Hmm. Me myself, I have a uh, 14 unit drops without my heavy support or super heavies, so. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna fit in the deployment zone. Or no, I won't fit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to deploy in your deployment zone. You don't fit. It's. <laughs> oh, it's like two units of level, and the rest goes in reserve. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's like my guys are getting there. Honest, they'll be there eventually. Yeah. There will be no one crossing the field, at least, not me and not them. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I will foot slogging in, in the middle. Bring it now. It's. But it will be a, uh, because the meta is very super heavy uh, oriented and uh, tank heavy oriented, and this will be a uh, oh shit, what I do now? Is it really a very very tank heavy meta? Well, that's yeah, that's so. going to be interesting. Um, okay. And a, and a lot of anti tank meta as well. So a lot of uh, big units of armor, as you said, your own uh, the what's it called the gorgons with their oh, the, ty- the tyrants. Tyrants, yeah. yeah. The, so a lot of tyrants and the last cannon squads and uh, armor bane and the flyer that hunts tanks and stuff like that. Uh, Primaris yeah. lightnings for the win. Yeah. Sounds I also familiar, think Chris. that uh, this uh, mission. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Keep on for interrupting. <laughs> Just replying to Jody. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think uh, that's one of the reasons why I released the missions beforehand. Just to get people to play, to build their armies differently. So we move away from the tank heavy meta. Yeah, I think I think I think it's it's good to evolve meta, but I think it, it does it naturally. But it's sometimes it's nice to force the uh, force the hand a little bit and go, okay, guys, let's stop sitting on our on our uh, super heavy asses or whatever you're you're running, what the meta is, and let, let's change it up a little bit. 
that's a very cool thing to to get out and do mm. so yeah sorry uh, keep going man keep going yeah so that was mission one um uh, unexpected encounter and then mission two is called now where did i put the data slate uh and this is basically a smash and grab mission um because there are, it's regular Dawn of War deployments, mm-hmm. so a standard. Everyone's going to be like, yes, a standard mission. Uh, <laughs> and then the problem is that at the start of every game turn, so possibly seven uh, times, yeah. uh, an objective drops uh, or appears, uh, a wild objective appears uh, in the middle of the table, uh, and it scatters 4d6 uh, for landing. Yeah. And that's the final location of that objective. Oh, damn. That's that's cold. <laughs> so it could be uh, very weird, uh, but we'll see. And the fun thing is that the objectives can be held like normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you're within three inches, you hold that objective. But they can also be picked up uh, by a scoring unit, like the relic mission in uh, 40k. Cool. Uh, only thing is you have can have up to seven of those. Yikes. So you pick an objective and then you can move around with the squad with it and uh, yeah. So uh, and if you uh, carry an objective, if it's picked up, it's worth uh, two victory points, and if you hold it, it's worth uh, one. Oh, cool. So if you if you can tell if you're basically in control of it, but it's on the ground. So you're within three inches, yep. you get one. But if it's actually up in your yep. hands, and you're running away with it or whatever, it's worth two. Yeah. Oh, sweet. And it also has, uh, it may never embark on a vehicle, and it can never move more than six inches per face. So it's pro- proper relic style. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So I, I didn't have the six-inch uh, thing for, at first. And then Oscar, I think it was you, pointed out yep. that uh, we have a white scar army. Spike. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> the game would like be over one, round two. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> I have sixteen points. How many do you have? Uh, one. <laughs> uh, I, I have. Fuck you. That's what I've got. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Good catch. <laughs> uh, so that was good. That was a good addition. And then I have a, a new. Uh, uh, constructed a new secondary objective for this one. Oh, cool. It's called Flesh Over Steel. Uh, that means that each enemy vehicle that has more than three hull points that you destroy is uh, an additional victory point. Uh, again, to punish people playing uh, three Spartans or whatever. Awesome. Or um, just nine Land Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yo dog, I see you brought a parking lot. Game on! <laughs> So rhinos and predators, vindicators, everything like that is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and does not give away victory points. And even walkers. Yeah, yeah, even walkers. Oh, the humble, so, the humble uh, Leviathans give away victory points in this mission. Mm. But then they are Leviathans, so they're pretty boss. Yep. Yeah. Easy to kill. Let <laughs> Elton. <laughs> Elton. Elton. Elton with a special. No, actually, Elton, Elton can't hurt it, but his uh, squad sergeants can do. They have strength for it. Elton's just going to say, Go on, Sarge, nut it, Sarge, you can do it. Shove it up his tailpipe, Sarge. What do you mean he's got no yeah. tailpipe, Sarge? Oh, sorry, Sarge. You only have to kill, like, you only have to kill 29 models before I remove him. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure, Sarge. Do it. You can do it. <laughs> so. No, I think that mission with the additional that you can't uh, move more than six and can't embark on a vehicle and stuff like that, it's great. However, I'm still wondering about how do you lose something that you picked up? 
Do you lose it if you run away? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You lose it if you run or die, basically. Yeah. If if you're following the standard sort of relic, old school relic, yeah, 40k yeah, relic, yeah. old school, you yeah. know. Yeah, it, it makes sense. It's just that someone might say, well, it doesn't it doesn't say in the rules. And, uh, then you just call me over and I'll say, dude, why are you here? If you're arguing rules. You should yeah. be here to play for fun. <laughs> it's like, dude, we know people. They piss on your photo. You know, come on, dude. You know. And, yeah. You can also drop it. Uh, voluntarily, if you want to. If you don't want the extra victory points of carrying. Don't hurt me, man. Don't hurt me. I'm too pretty. Or to if go. you want your uh, 12 inches uh, fleet move or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You you never know when you may have to make that last ditch assault to um to you know save other victory points somewhere. It, yeah. it can happen. Martial hubris can be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Tear Elton. You need to assault him. Yeah. Elton's alive. <laughs> Should, maybe Elton should have a rule that he has to assault if he's within range. <laughs> no, I already have that because I do the cult. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. true. So it's it's already. <laughs> it's already there. It's as train has went. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's the second mission, and then we have the third mission uh, with my favorite deployment type, uh, the Vanguard Strike deployment, the diagonal uh, messed up deployment. Uh, so you just draw a line across the middle of the board, the diagonally, and then you deploy 12 inches from that line. Uh, and this is uh, this mission is uh, basically Kim. <laughs> uh, he wanted a mission where there was only one objective. So there is a single objective is placed in the middle of the table, and that's worth five victory points. And then each quarter also worth two, so you have to go to the middle. It's better if you go to them. Cheers, Kim. That's it. <laughs> and the last minute will be... Uh. <laughs> I, I played this mission... Uh, I played this mission yesterday, or the day before yesterday, and uh, it was a really fun game. Uh, ended up 5-5 uh, five, five victory points, uh, because uh, no one had the middle objective, and we had some secondary objectives and stuff like that, and in the end, he had two veteran tacticals in one quarter, gaining him two. Then he had the Warlord, and then he had one Castellax on one wound, denying me the central objective. Nice. That's it. One wound. Oh, man, that's gonna, yeah. that, 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 that smarts just a little bit. The best yeah. thing in this, uh, this mission is that if you have like a lot of troops and you're fighting over the middle, you can have a knight last round go in and say, no, that's mine, because he has the objective <laughs> secured. It's like, no. Yeah. Mine. And everyone's like, okay, sure. Take it. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Don't hurt us, sir. Don't stand over, sir. Don't hurt us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Basically. <laughs> because he has the, uh, he claims over anyone else. <laughs> or, or it's Elton. Yeah. Elton's there. It's like, mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and the knight kills Elton. Elton. Yeah. Even though it's yeah. on the same team. Uh, Elton, Elton, <laughs> Elton can deny knights because he just goes, nah, not cool enough. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he has his squad behind him. Yeah, he's, yes, got his guys. he's got his boys. He's got his, his boys. The trail of bodies that he leaves behind him. So like, get in the way of that shot. Get in the way of that shot. <laughs> there oh, can man. be so many cool special rules for Elton. Yeah. He, he's it should be two be... plus uh, for his lookout, sir. Yeah, no, not two plus. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it can't be that good. Make it a three plus because that's unique. Yeah, true. He's got Maybe. he's we'll got see. the Elton save. Sorry, we suddenly made this very fun character into somebody who's just complete behemoth. He's going to come as like he, he'd just be like rolling a six on the uh, on the uh, perils of the warp table. It suddenly. Mm. Yeah, he's smash. He's got stomp. He's got armor bane, flesh bane. He's mm. like, this guy's amazing. It's like, yeah, but he died awesome on the first shit. shot. Yeah, but he always dies on the first shot. Get over it. It's Elton. Yeah. Oh, sweet man. So this looks like a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's sort of like the three to four um, format been what you've been running with the three or four game format been what you've running um, for the other events as well. Is that sort of the sort of Get what you can guys get done in a day, a day kind of thing. Yeah, basically. That's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool, and I, I am very much looking forward to uh, to getting down and playing and having some fun with this. Chris, is there any? Are you got any questions for the guys while we're while we're here? I mean, as uh, you know, as an out of towner um, coming down for the first time. Hello, Christopher. I think he went away. Uh, am I here? You're here. No, You're here. Yeah, now I'm here. Sorry. I, uh, poke, poke. Chris, wake up. It's yeah. your turn to say something. Do you have yeah. any questions I, for these guys? I managed to mute the headset. So. Uh, yeah, what he's, what he's officially trying to say is he was sleeping on the job. Well done, mate. Good good, good effort. I didn't notice. <laughs> well, that's that's what you get for uh, actually drinking, having a drink while podcasting for once. Yeah, this is true. You're just not used to it. You've got low, low tolerance for alcohol, mate. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah, I've been Hello. drinking like four bottles, uh, four glasses of wine. <laughs> yeah. Wow, fair dude. I'm, I'm drinking Shokers tonight, so that's quite a bit heavier than wine. I oh. Yeah, but not in the bottle glass, uh, in the glass, same glass quantities, right? Or or are you? Um, um, uh, let's leave that. Uh, let's leave that to our listeners' imagination. <laughs> yep. <laughs> awesome. Will be lovely to go to a lecture tomorrow. Uh, but uh, you wanted to know I wanted if to... I had any questions. Yeah, is there anything you wanted to ask the guys about, as a out of town or just in general? Uh, not really. I've been uh, down to Malmo quite a few times. Not never playing though. But uh, I think I know probably what I need to know for this one. You know what it's... you need to know. Well, that's always a good start. Yeah. Um... And uh, and it's always like this when you. If we get tossed, uh, do you have any questions? No. Ten minutes, ten minutes later. Oh fuck! I need to toss this. Yep, very true. It's going to happen. We know it's going to happen, which is why we're prepared yep. for it. Um, I guess the one of the questions I'm interested in. So we touched on it earlier. What's what's the plan for sort of phase four? What's have you got any thoughts, or is it all sort of driven from what happens here at phase three? Well, phase four is basically planned out. Okay. Uh, because, well, not missions and stuff, but it's going to be 3,000 points, mm -hmm. and it's going to be um, three games, yeah. uh, or possibly, like, one or two games, and then a really, really big game. Ooh. We'll see, because uh, not everyone wants to play a big game, but some people do, so maybe we'll do some kind of mix there. Cool. I'm not sure yet. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be... Uh, We'll see what we can do, but uh, hopefully it's going to be spectacular since it's the last phase the climax. of the RI cluster. Yeah. Uh, so the cards are going to be even more bananas. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll see. 
Um, Randomly teleported by one of your one of your side's units from their table to your table. They are now yours for the rest of the game. No, their card will be you won the game. <laughs> Play um, at the it. beginning of your turn. Yeah. Play at the beginning. You want to have turn. a long break? You won. <laughs> the, the, uh, for those outside of Sweden, they won't they won't immediately understand this, but. Uh, the, it, it'll be the Fika card. Play this card now. You win. Now go eat. <laughs> now go That's take a, a card. card. Yeah. yeah anybody who card. doesn't know what I'm talking about, Fika is basically a very, very immediate Swedish concept. I, I've been introduced. I got introduced to uh, years ago when I moved over, which is basically the art of having a, having coffee, cake, and generally chatting and being sociable for hours, and making it last and still be mildly productive as well. I think. Not sure that's a requirement, but you know, it's. I've always found it to be part of the features I've been part of. There's been some productivity out of it, so um, yeah, it, it could be a good thing. You never know. Um, but uh, yeah, I look forward to. I definitely look forward to uh, to phase three and, and see what comes of that. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Have you guys? Here's a, here's something. Have you guys got any hopes or wishes for the upcoming? For the for this weekend for the event, is there anything you're sort of hoping to see there? Any, you know, uh, not that we're we're egging anybody on to do cra completely crazy shit, but that would be kind of cool. But um, more, do you have anything? You know, this is kind of what we're hoping to see. This is what we're trying. What you'd like to see happen, or you know, anything along those lines? Uh, I want to want people to uh, really get like into the. Uh appreciate the effort i, I want to do a beginning of the, a shout out to the, all the people it's been and have been helping out with the terrain it's i know that some of you are listening and it's awesome job guys yeah. really really nice that you helped out it's awesome i agree and so big, much stuff has been made big shout out uh, to those guys i mean we we, we yeah that's that's very mm. important you are right there have to shout out the people who've been involved in in these sort of in any sort of event but definitely for the the work that's been put in here mm. It's uh, we like uh, tripled our amount of terrain now since Avari I two. Oh, awesome. uh, so that's pretty so, sweet. Do you want to tell us yeah. about that? I'm sorry, we, we've got time. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you've been putting together and what's been happening there? Because that's kind of important. We'll come back to the hopes and dreams bit in a minute. But do you want to share? Yeah, that yeah out we, a bit more? we've been uh, like building uh, trench lines, uh, ordering because we uh, our budget became better than just like having a hundred crowns on our <laughs> account, which it was before, and now to increase to like several thousand. And then we started ordering big chunks of terrain, and now uh, we ordered uh, like trench lines, build like sci-fi buildings, sci-fi blockade, blockades, like these uh, like fortifications, and we finished up so much like terrain that started out as more him terrain, but we pimped it up and made it like increased the size of our uh, like grass city i don't know what the term is like the medieval city mm -hmm. so it works for 40k you're fighting on an agri world cool. uh, so we went from like five houses to uh, 14 nice uh, uh, which increases the the quality of the game of course yeah uh, and uh, we have also put in big orders for containers uh, boxes, uh, I think it's around like 130 of them. Oh, sweet. Uh, and uh, more is coming on the way. And we also got mats for this, which we didn't have for fat mats. That's a big uh, one. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do another crowdfunding uh, later on this month uh, because now we have increased our terrain so much that we're going to, we need more mats. 
because we're aiming at maybe like 20 tables uh, at the start of next summer. Yeah, awesome. Uh, AKA uh, Avari 6. <laughs> Avari craziness, 40 players. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and when now we started to move into the... Because now we have all the houses and like uh, scattered terrain that we want with the containers coming. So now we uh, went into the more of the line of sight crazy table uh, world where we started to move like... Uh, putting um, elevations on the houses so you can put houses on the terrain so making it like a hive city with bridges between um, oh sweet so uh, like one uh, platform is as high as a land raider so your land raider can go an entire game without being seen if mm. the, the opponent is on the other side that's uh, pretty sweet and mm. if you are sneaky enough to do that sort of thing yeah, and doing with the uh, bridges between, so the tanks run around in the streets and the infantry running around on the next level. So uh, that's the project number two now. That's what we're doing. It's going to be so awesome. It sounds yeah. amazing. It really does. Mm. I'm, I'm so we're aiming. Sorry. Yes, yeah, so I said. Yes, we were, we're aiming at like 20 tables uh, by the start of next summer because then we have can have real huge competition. We're going into the. Uh, this is not 30k, but 40k, like the ICT scene we're going into now because we have that much terrain that is good. Uh, so we can actually compete with the, the ones that are old, the the old communities up in Sweden because the south of Sweden doesn't have any of those. Well, we need to we need to talk about that afterwards. Although it's not 30k directly, we do need to talk about that at some point as well. So we'll we'll have you back on to shout that out when that that sort of stuff happens, uh, for sure. Because that's cool. And uh, don't forget to hit us up when it comes to those sort of crowdfunding campaigns because we'd love to shout it out a bit for to support the our mm. local scenes. Because, I mean, in, this is one one thing that's important. It will, it is, uh, has, it is and will become my local 30k scene, what's going on down there. And you guys um, have done, I, I need to, I want to say that you guys have done such an amazing job on getting it up and running. Um, and what, because I, I remember what was there originally because I, 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 I sort of yeah, you were part of the original meeting. Oh like uh, yeah, like the, like like two years ago now. I sort of was uh, at, at so. the first planning meeting, and from then on, other people far more skilled and organised have taken it and made it something that's absolutely awesome. And you guys have have built something that I am I am very lucky to be stepping into. I'm very yeah. very proud to be stepping into it and looking forward yeah. to being a part of it. And you know, Avario Three is going to be my first taste of that. Um, being down there, and I'd, I'd like the podcast to support it. So um, you guys give us a shout when you need some uh, some shout outs and stuff, and we will make sure it happens. Yeah, thank you. Oh, no yeah, it's 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 now uh, at the end of August now. It was one year since I started the community on the like made it official with the Facebook page and uh, like you know registering for Sverok. Yeah. So it's one year now. Just that's so <laughs> awesome. Started. That's so, so awesome, and it's going from strength to strength, which is pretty damn cool. Yeah, we have 80 paying members now. Awesome, and that's going to increase by a few at this event as well, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, definitely. I just want to, to say that we're talking about how cool this is, mm. and I just want to say that most of this, if not all of it, is Oscar's doing. So if, when you see him at the event, say thank you, because he's... He's the driving force behind a lot of this stuff. Cool. Thank you. Well, uh, <laughs> to give, uh, you say thank you, but do it properly. Oh, thank you. Give him a bro, <laughs> you know, bro fist. Give him a hug, you know, and uh, and say just whisper in his ear, "I love you." Or, um, 
You know, something no, equally let, creepy. Let the galaxy burn. Yeah. <laughs> for the, oh. for the oh, thank you. You know, just just be a little bit a little bit weird. Let's just see how quickly we can weird him out. Um, <laughs> but no, or just give him a model for Elton. A model for Elton, yeah. Uh, oh, no, uh, no. Save that for Avario Four, man. Make that make that a every, thing. Elton. Everyone needs to bring an Elton, Elton. diorama. Elton. Oh, the Elton diorama. Oh, that's so awesome. Done. Elton I have diorama. so many Levy models at home, so I can give everyone <laughs> one each. Oh, careful! You might be held to that. So, just just go with the competition. Let everybody else do the work. No. <laughs> that's that's it. Sold. Sorted. Right. Uh, there we are. Avario Four competition has been done. Um, start prepping now. Uh, but no, seriously, guys, you've done you have done some genuinely fantastic work down there. I'm looking forward to it. I know uh, Chris is looking forward to coming down, and we're gonna have uh, some fun. Jens is down from Northern Heresy as well. I believe you guys have uh, been on their podcast as well. Uh, I love me. Not yet. I have. Well, oh, check that out. We got both Oscars on ours. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. See that? We got both Oscars. It's not like there's some friendly banter rivalry between us at all. But yeah, we got the Oscars. <laughs> Ah, uh, there's there's so much I could do with that, but I'm not going to. It, it would be childish and petty, and I am both those things occasionally. Um, but no, seriously, it's uh, it's cool that you're getting out there, on, and we we're able to start talking about these things as a big community, and you know, really making it something. Uh, so that is super cool. Um, sorry, I am trying to currently just paint up the crew for my quad waters, and I've just almost almost spilt an entire pot of Hestat copper everywhere. It's like trying not to swear whilst scooping it back in with my um, large base coating brush and grumbling <laughs> under my breath gently. Bollocks. <laughs> I think is the technical term I need to use here. Um, absolute bollocks. Um, it's happened. What can I say? Um, so other than that, is, uh, is there anything else you guys want to round off on with uh, as far as Avari 3 is concerned? Any, any last shout-outs to the players who are coming? Who are all obviously listening to this podcast? Because why wouldn't they? Um, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, please. Um, so, any anything else you want to say to the guys before uh, before we finish out? I just want to say, make a diorama because it's going to be cool. Uh, I already know who's going to win because a friend of mine is making like the most awesome diorama of all time. <laughs> but uh, Axel, the tough uh, legion player. Ah, nice. Uh, He's made, uh, yeah, I can spoil it because nobody's gonna be able to make something, a replica or whatever. But he's made the, uh, have you read the books? Which book, in particular? The, like, the first three. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The ones about or, Loken. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, yeah, I listen to them at least. Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. And there's a scene when they are out in, like, a swamp. Uh, and, uh, I think it's, like, Loken and, uh, Maybe little horrors, or I don't know. Uh, and one of them falls over, and there comes like uh, some kind of zombie dudes with like green light in their eyes and trying to drag them down in the swamp. That's uh, the moon of Davin. That's um, where yeah, horrors. Or horrors get stabbed. That, that's literally yeah. when horrors. That's the whole sort of lead up yeah, to that, that, that section, yeah. isn't it, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. right before when they find the the crash cruiser, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because that's his diorama. That's pretty awesome. sweet. It's okay, pretty, and pretty cool. I, I've seen it. Uh, it's not. I've not seen it done because it's not done yet. But it's almost done, and it's amazing. Copy finishes. 
Uh, yeah, he's, he's going to finish. Yeah. Also, um, uh, I apologize for... I'm still still painting my army, so actually entering a diorama isn't going to happen for me, for sure. Um, but hey, you know, maybe next time. Maybe it'll be the Elton uh, model, and I'll be able to enter for that. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I finished my diorama today, so... Hey, it looks great. I saw the picture. Oh, and me, uh, I have. Uh, if I'm gonna make a diorama, it will be like Friday evening. <laughs> that's, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, uh, at least do something. Take a big base, build something up because I have like 40 minutes, min- miniatures still left. <laughs> just just Speed build an diorama, diorama. diorama. Speed diorama. What else? What else do you need? Speed diorama. Yeah. I can glue painted models to a base. <laughs> but there, there were no minimum size for the diorama, right? No. So you could just uh, do like a 25 millimeter base. It's a diorama. Yeah, I could take yeah. my knight. There is the diorama. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's just a knight. High. Well, to, uh, ten it's too ten, high. Ten inches by Damn ten it. inches, Maxis. Yeah, it's too tall. Too tall. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> but you can so, take uh, the knight legs. Yeah, and then put uh, like a smoke on the top, and then, wow. Uh, okay, I've got. I've already got. <laughs> I ha- no, I have the winning diorama already in mind. And Oscar, you're going to have to build it now. You've you've already said you have got the knight bits for it. Here it is. Okay, you ready? You guys ready for this? It's going to kill. I mean, yeah. it's going to win. I'm sorry, Axel. It's going to blow you out of the water. Here it is. Night legs. You want, like, some smoke at the top so that it looks like they've been blown up. And then you just want a levy clamped to the leg with a grenade. <laughs> it's Elton. <laughs> There's your winner. Done. Sold. Awesome. I was actually thinking of doing one diorama, like previously when the idea came up that Oscar wanted us to do dioramas for a variety too. I remember one of the old like short stories when there is a battle on Macrag uh, with the, um, uh, the Ultramarines versus the Tyranids. Yeah. And one of the Titans uh, commanders is talking about he can't move his Titan anymore because there is it's clogged with small Tyranids in all the cogs and all the pipes. So he can't move anymore. It's not destroyed or anything, but he can't move. <laughs> so it's time to do that with levies. Awesome. <laughs> that would be great. What, so I approve of that. Why message. is the Spartan not moving? Um, there's too many. There's, there's levies in the treads. There's levies in yeah. the treads, so we can't do anything about it. Well, just get out there and get a stick in there or something and clear them out. <laughs> but but they're not moving, so they just keep throwing themselves in front of it. Damn it, right. Back yeah. up, put the beep, beep, beep noise on, and let's get back out of here. Best tactic ever. Yeah. <laughs> clog it with your body, man. If you can't destroy it, clog it up. That's basically how you handled my knights when we fought. Because mm-hmm. yeah, sure. I can't... I can't hurt armor 14, so I would just like, well. <laughs> Defense pattern clog the shit up. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's a play. So totally legit. It could be done. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think we've pretty much covered it. There will be an after action report from ourselves, uh, from Chris and myself. Uh, we're going to try and get Jens from Northern Heresy to record with us as well. We're hoping to take down um, some form of recording equipment if we can. Um, and maybe set up a laptop or something and record at the event, um, even even after the event, so we're not obviously disturbing the run of things. Nice. Because that would that would be a little dickish, and we don't particularly want to do that. Um, and then we'll see if we can get you guys on, maybe do a quick quick uh, few seconds and have a chat about how the event, how the day's gone live, and then we will do a, a full in studio wrap up as well. So. It's going to be one hell of a day, and I can't wait. I'm, I'm genuinely painting like a crazy person um, and looking forward to it ever so much. So 
I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Chris, you got anything you want to add, ask, or wrap up with? Not really. I just had a, a thought while we were talking about uh, Avaria 4. Oh. Do you have an approximate time for when that will take place? Uh, yeah, early December is the goal. Uh, I'm going to check on it hopefully the coming week so that we can have a date set uh, on Saturday, next next Saturday. Awesome. So have we'll something see. to have something. Sweet. Hopefully, have something to let everybody know at the event, yeah. if possible. Me, me, and Oscar needs to talk about it because he's the main man, and I'm just, yeah, I'm just telling him when I want it, and he's gonna do the work. <laughs> hang, hang on. So basically, this is a Riker Picard kind of thing. It's like make it so. <laughs> yeah, basically. Make it so, number one. But but I'm the one in charge. Just make it so. <laughs> There's no denying, so I'm, I'm going to say that's the case. Other than that, mm-hmm. then, uh, you guys got anything you want to finish up on before we go? No. I, 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 Come to Avara, I have a look. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go. Is that is it? That's that's another quick question. Is it open for people to come in and have a wander around, have a look around? Is the is the site open, venue open for people to come and look at? Yeah, it always is. Perfect. It's just nice uh, so people can tell if they don't already know. Tell your friends. Come on down. Come and take a look at what's going on. Come and get to meet the uh, the crew. Get to meet myself, Chris, uh, obviously Jens, and the two Oscars, and uh, everybody else who's going to be there, and just see how much um, uh, loyalist lapdog arse is getting kicked about the place by the traitors. No pressure, guys, but um, we we need to represent. <laughs> All right. Oh, them's there's fighting words. I know your list. I don't particularly. Everybody knows your list. I don't particularly want to face it, but you know, bring it. <laughs> that's how it's going to bring it that's uh, I don't know the list no, send it in. Well, yeah I should probably should have sent it yeah yeah that's the point we have, to, we have to yeah, we'll, we'll have, we will have sent this, the, the list in by the time this episode airs next week in the wibbly wobbly timey wimey thing that is the podcasting universe so yes it'll all make sense in the wash so I think other than that, I'm going to say that's that's it for our segment here on Avari I3. We are going to be back next week with a after-action report and a chat about the event and just generally how much awesomeness and fun there is and how much crazy stuff we're going to get up to for uh, Phase 4. Um, I'm sure there'll be many recountings of how heroic Elton was. Um, and if not, there will be stories of how heroic he was just because... He's the kind of guy who deserves hero- heroism in his name, you know, real or not. Yeah, he's going to be definitely. that kind of guy. Um, or at least he took a last cannon shot for his buddies. Yeah, he took a last cannon to the face. Why? Because he said he had to. He just yeah. it was his time. Um, mm. So, yeah, other than that, guys, we're going to play out to another tune here uh, chosen by one of the Oscars. Not going to tell you which one because I can't remember which one I chose. So other than that, we'll be back. You, with... you ain't going to do both. Oh, you get one at the front, one at the start, one at the start, one at the begin, one at the oh, end. Okay. So, um, you know, <laughs> this tune, also chosen chosen by Oscar, will be uh, playing us out. So, other than that, guys, we'll see you in the wrap up. Guys, we'll see you at the weekend. We're gonna have a whole lot of fun out there, and uh, yeah, we'll be back with the wrap up right after this tune. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot 'cause I'm fly. You ain't 'cause you not. 
is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. I'm hot cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. I don't gotta rap. I could sell a mill saying nothing on the track. I represent New York. I got it on my back. And just say that we lost it, so I'ma bring it back. I love the dirty, dirty, cause show me love. The ladies start to bounce as soon as I hit the club. But in the Midwest, they love to take it slow. So when I hit the wind, I watch them get it on the floor. And if you need it, hype I take it to the bay. Frisco to Sack Town, they do it a day. Compton to Hollywood, as soon as I hit LA. I'm in that low, low, I do with the Cali way. And when I hit the shot, people say that I'm fly. They love the way I dress, they like my attire. They love how I move crowds from side to side. They ask me how I do it, and simply I reply. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. I'm hot cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. I'm hot cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. Catch me on the block. Every other day, another person, another drop. 16 bars, 24 pop, 44 songs. Give me what you got. I'm in the driving car, crush up off the lot. I'm in the shutting stars down just so I can shop. If you need a bird, I could get it chopped. Tell me what you need, you know I get them by the flock. I call my homie Black, meet me on the Ave. I hit Wash Heights with the money in the bag. We in the big spin and see my pimpin' never drag. Find me with different women that you niggas never had. For those who say they know me, know I'm focused on my cream. Play, you come between, you better focus on the beam. I keep it so mean, the way you see me lean. And when I say I'm hot, my nigga, this is what I mean. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. I'm hot cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. Shorty see the drop. Ask me what I paid and I say yeah, I paid a guap. And then I hit the switch that take away the top. So chicks around the way, they call me cream of the crop. They hop in the car, I tell them all aboard. We hit the studio, they say they like how I record. I gave them black train and I did you wrong. So every time I see them and they tell me that's their song. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. I'm hot cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. I'm hot cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. And we're back. Uh, yes, uh, that was the rundown of Avarii. So thank you to Oscar and Oscar for coming on board and giving us a fun chat and a very nice little fluff read there as well, Oscar. Very well appreciated. Uh, and uh, just beware, militia commanders. Yeah. <laughs> be, be, you've been warned. It's always saying you've been warned. Um, okay, so we've got... <laughs> so straight into uh, the wrap up uh we are going to be going off with our charity stuff first of all and that is the 
Warlord Raffle. Yeah, and that's that's still going strong, and yeah. uh, it uh, doesn't really seem that the, there are actually progress in the donations. It just doesn't seem that because fuck percentages. Yeah. But we're at 62%, but high 62, and it's going forwards, and I need to donate some more more money into this. I think. Me too. Me too. And I want to see. I want to just see that grow higher and higher. And just to remind you, if you haven't listened, have no idea what we're talking about or what you can get from this. This is the raffle set up by our very own Freddy, that is to raise money and awareness to battle Duchenne muscular dystrophy. That's something, unfortunately, his uh, son's been diagnosed with. But read the story on the page. It, the uh, fundraising page is linked on our podcast, the Age of Darkness podcast, the Northern Heresy podcast. Basically, everybody good in the community is supporting this. What's important is that what you as a wargamer get out of this, apart from the warm, fuzzy feeling of doing something good that doesn't involve pa- keeping stupid animals like pandas alive who don't seem to be able to you know, realise that they're running out of the rest of their species um, is you get to give you know, you give $35 or whatever you want. But if you do $35 and increments of $35 after that, you get a raffle ticket for every $35 yep. and that raffle ticket enters you into effectively winning a crock of rocking horse shit. And I mean that in the fact this stuff, this is rare, this is valuable, and this is very rarely seen. You are getting a Warlord Titan. And oh, well, not... you have the chance to win a Warlord Titan. Well, yes, you have the chance to win a Warlord <laughs> Titan. And we don't endorse other forms of Titans. We just happen to know this one's the prize. You're within the char- within chance of winning a Warlord Titan. And the reason I don't mention a particular pattern is because it's got all the extras. It has... All three head variants. There's both shoulder weapon mounts. It's got the fisty claw of doom. It's got the plasma doom gun. It's got all the bits and pieces. Not only is it that. Not only has it got all those funky things. It is pro-painted by the awesome team. Led by Mr. Chris Birch at Scattershot Painting. So you are getting a genuine, not eBayed, pro-painted warlord. With all the good shit. There is also an additional prize of the book six, black book retribution. Am it's, I right? It's it's the or is it the Age of Darkness Army List book? That's it. It's the Army List black ver- black book version, limited edition one that was only available when it was released at Warhammer World on the day. Brought to us by the Hearthguard, the boys over at the Gino Five Two, and yeah. In other words, there is some seriously cool shit that you can win for simply ponying up 35 US dollars. Not Australian dollars, because anybody could afford that, um, but actual US dollars where, you know, you can, that's probably like two pounds or the other way around, a hundred pounds. I don't know what the, the exchange rate is like, but basically you can get out there and win some seriously good shit for doing something good for somebody else. And that's important. So, yeah, you can get some cool stuff. And we could have also mentioned that if you don't, if you just want to donate and don't, Want to win a Warlord Titan? You don't have to. You can just opt out of that option. You can. What the, fuck, well, is, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was Can't just going to say that if you're listening to this podcast, you probably want to win the Warlord Titan. Yeah. And if you don't, we, we you just drop us a message and we'll we'll, we'll have a word. <laughs> we'll help with some re-education. Um, so yeah, that is going strong. Uh, but there that 
there's going to be drawn on the 16th of October, Sunday the 16th of October. So you can buy tickets at least up until and including the 15th of October, maybe even the morning of the 16th. I don't know. That's Freddie's call. We'll double check it when he's back with us. But get out there, buy tickets, do some good shit for, your, for, the, for, the, for humanity and look good stuff that could happen for you as well. So... And be the and have the shot of being the envy and the focus of all the hate and rage of your own gaming group. Yep, you get to be that guy with that guy's favorite setup, and you get to be that guy. Just to say it again, you get to be that guy with the pro painted warlord titan. What's exactly. not, what is not to want for that? I mean, for real. Um, so, what's up next, Chris? Are we are we got anything else we need to shout out charity wise, or are we on to our event section? I'm not sure we got any more charities for this month and week, month as well, because we haven't been, been notified. But if you have a charity that's relevant, you could always send a message and we have a look at it. Yeah, definitely. We'd be willing to help a good and worthy cause. So just get in touch and we'll see what we can do. Indeed. Mm-hmm. We actually have a new event. That's, we do? Yeah, it's, it's uh, sadly, probably when you listen to this, not possible to join it. Because we got uh, to it late, but uh, it's uh, in Norway. Uh, Norway. Yeah, a heresy event in Norway. Okay. It's called uh, the Northern Heresy, and I do think <clears throat> think that this seems a, like a bit of a favoritism, but uh, you never know. Could be. You never know. Maybe they just want Linus on site. Who knows? Yeah. He's close uh, enough. Well, actually, me and Jens are probably closer, but. Uh, ah, fair enough. Whatever works. Linus is closer to Finland. Ah, okay. He's, oh, oh. The polar bears. Sorry about that, Linus. <laughs> well, they have a, a small small event. I think it is. Uh, where, did, where did the information go? I don't know. I'm not. I'm never not know. You never know. That's probably a good thing, actually. Well, for your browsing history, it is. <laughs> I don't have a browsing history. I used this one in school. Ah, so you mean you've got it set to <laughs> auto delete? Yeah, maybe. It's maybe, uh, no, maybe no comment. My girlfriend, my my fiance might be in the same room as me. Oh, she's asleep. But okay, you never, you never know. You never know. You never know. Uh, they got uh, a two thousand five hundred point limit, and uh, that's quite decent. Yeah. Because uh, no no one should ever leave home without a super heavy or a, a primark or, <coughs> or as some people do a casual glaive. Casual glaive, casual suborbital straight wing, take your pick. Yeah, and this is in uh, Trondheim, I think it was. That's not too far from me, actually. Well, relatively speaking, given giving it is a different country. But okay. it's nice to see that uh, there's uh, events like this cropping up, and if there's uh, if if there managed to be some uh, inf- information ahead of time for next one. There's not totally impossible for people in middle, middle, middle Sweden to actually participate in these events. Well, to be fair, with enough with enough time and notice and available funds, it's not it's not going to stop anybody from getting there. No, obviously not. But uh, if uh, there's just a bit of lead time. Yeah, definitely. And hit, hit, that's an important thing. Hit us up here at the branch in Heresy if that's the case, guys. You've got a they've got a group out. Am I right? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. There's a new group as well. It's called Horus Heresy Norway. So Horus Heresy Norway for those of you yeah. who don't speak Norwegian. Yeah, that's uh, also Swedish. 
But uh, there's uh, a total of 92 members now, and that's quite nice. And I just don't want to know how many of those are actually members of 30k Sweden that just supports the group. But that's a good thing. That's Probably a, good a few, because I know I'm in it. So, <laughs> yeah, so am I. But that's, that's a good thing. We really like to support the scene. Yeah, that's what we're all about. And it's... Considering it's not that far to Norway, it's not that far to Denmark, and if you want to be adventurous, it's not that far to build a longship and raid Finland either. So Well, they, they managed to do it to northern England, so it's not really much of a difference. Uh, they they're also they're, they also settled colonies in on Iceland and Greenland and and Northern America. But, yeah, well, but who's that's, counting, that's, right? That's beside that's beside the point. That's not heresy. It's related. it's nice to see the the, the Scandinavian or Northern European scene grow like this. Grow like raiding Vikings, I think is the phrase we're looking for here. Yep. Yep. So that's always nice to see. It's always nice to see. Cool, cool. So that's. Okay. That's Hopefully the there will be more events as well. Yes, that's definitely, and uh, you know, maybe maybe we can make an appearance or something. We'll maybe see. the next event could be called something uh, around the lines of uh, uh, Varangian something. The Varangian something. awesomeness. Or, oh, so uh, uh, next up on list is uh, yeah, Avaria yeah, Three. Is Avaria Three, and surprisingly, we've been talking about this tonight, so I don't think we need to go into too much detail. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be there. Northern Heresy is going to be there. The powerfully strong. I do mean powerfully strong. Malmo scene will be in full force um, there. It's going to be well, a whole lot of fun. <laughs> they better be, otherwise we're going to be a bit stuck for opponents. But um, you know, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. It's. I'm looking forward to. It. I'm looking forward to finally, on a personal note, finally getting down and finally starting to play some games with the guys in Malmo, because real life has basically said no for a while. So and I'm that's your, that's basically your local meta as well. It, it was my local meta that I have no clue about what I'm walking into, so this is going to be an interesting day. Um, <laughs> it's, well, uh, I think there. I think uh, Oscar posted something about, along the lines of there. There will be a lot and a lot and a lot of rapiers in the lists. I'm not saying a word, and I'm not saying that I think that maybe the majority of the uh, three Iron Warriors players that are going might be responsible for that. Because yep. um, you know, <laughs> that's probably the truth. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's uh, it's growing scene, it's getting stronger, and I'm looking forward to building some direct links with it, which is going to be awesome. So yeah, so that is Avarii. What have we got up next? Well, that's the big one. Well, it's a big one for us, isn't it? It's scandalous. It's, it's a big, big one for the entire Swedish scene, I think. Until well, the the Avar- next Avarii, as you have heard in this. Uh, your response there will, yeah. there will probably be a 3k avaria event as well well then maybe we'll just have to make scorpius three and a half k or something i don't know we'll just see what we can do we'll just have to escalate it if we do make scorpius three and a half k there might be two thunderhawks with turbulators on them <laughs> so basically what you're saying is please can we make it three and a half k so you can run that list <laughs> i made one for a for a, <coughs> just for a joke to send a friend and then i just I really want, want to make this you list. You want it list. I want this list now, girl. That, yeah. There's a reason to actually use box threads in that one, because they can have assaulting box threads. And Thunderhawks. Still not selling me on that, but yeah, I guess you can. <laughs> you know, okay. Well, it's okay. better than nothing. This is true, it is better than nothing. Um, okay, so... Scandus. Scandus. It's big, it's clever, it's full. Come down and see it. It's uh, We're going to do an event like we've... Uh, an episode, sorry, like we've done today with the... 
Avarii, um, Freddie and I have already sat down and uh, pre-recorded the main section because of uh, his commitments. So and and it will be out uh, quite presently, isn't it? Uh, yeah, we're going to try and... Ju- an episode or two? Juggle, between. Yeah, basically we're going to try and get an episode in between, episode two in between, juggle it and deliver it closer to the actual time of, like we're doing now, basically the week before, preferably not two days before like we are right now, but very close to the uh, to the actual event itself. And we're going to have a lot of fun there and see what happens. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a good episode and we'll uh, we'll be talking up in a bit more detail and, and getting to understand uh, why Freddie did it, basically, why he's doing it and what we're going to be having fun and, going to. I mean, so I mean, why he did it and what's wrong with him? Well, that's that's an obvious thing. We, we, we don't have time to really do that in one episode uh, or several. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that. What, what else is happening at Scandus? Well, as uh, in addition to the World, World Raffle, yeah, sure we have we, there will be a podcast battle between uh, the two Swedish podcasts. Podcast Smackdown. Yeah, so there will be me and Jody versus a fuck ton of uh, knights <laughs> and Iron Wing. <laughs> yeah, just to make it that much funnier. Yeah. yeah, but it will be interesting. There will be quite a lot of. Uh, Battling, there will be some beers. There will be a night joust on the Saturday evening. The night joust is going to be a whole lot of fun. Yeah, so that is uh, bring your knight or bring your Primark or another load of war as long as not, it's not over, over 500 points. Over 500 points, yeah. So you can bring a Stormblade, but you can't bring a Falchion. And you can't bring a Warhound or anything like that. No, that would be. Well, that depending on the knights you use, it would actually be quite easy to kill a warhound with a like a lancer. I was thinking depending on the primark as well. To be fair, yeah, that's true. That's true. But in addition to that, there's still the boxred challenge going. Yeah, and we have we have gotten quite a few additional pledges. That's nice to see. That's nice mm-hmm. to see. But given that there's a month to go, if you want to join, you probably should get started. And send in your pledge, Michael. Yeah, and me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I know someone that's already started, and you know him as well. Yes, that's true. Yeah, he needs to pull his finger out and sort that out for us. Yeah, but no. that's... Uh, I've seen whips, it's probably okay, but still. Yeah, but still my poor, poor bureaucracy. Poor, poor Swedish bureaucratic <laughs> yeah, brains exactly. ticking over, going, God damn it! Uh, even worse, I'm Swedish and German. <laughs> oh, gee, Jesus, age Christ, how are yeah, you not apoplectic in a coma right now? It's almost just uh, lying on the floor, knees up, up to full, my chest. Full fetal position on that one. It's almost like that. Oh my God, well done, man, for not being in that full fetal position. <laughs> I'm proud of you for that. Yeah, but uh, as, as we said, we have yeah, mentioned it so many times before, and this will also go in the group, the up, next update. Yeah. Join the Boxer challenge. There are prices. There we have we have extended it to it national or basically everyone that can't make it to Scandus. That's one pot of uh, prices, and then we have uh, the ones that are actually attending. And there will the the ones attending that will be by popular vote at the event. Yeah. yeah. So there's everyone at the event will get a vote for it. Yeah, and they will get a chance to decide who the winner is, who gets the fun stuff that we are putting forward for it. It's going to be some fun stuff. Yeah, and to be fair, it's to make the... How would you put it? 
code on in within some markings and stuff, just to say make a box thread cool again. We know it's not really that possible, but box try it anyway. Yeah, basically yeah. box threads with people too. You know. So that's uh, that's the entire deal with it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Make your cool box thread and send it in. It doesn't have to be played at Scandus because uh, I have. I had people ask that. You don't have to play it at Scandus, you just have to bring it to Scandus if you're Think of it as an additional best painted diorama kind of thing. Yeah. You know, we all like to have those sort of challenges. Get involved. Yeah, it's uh, just in addition, it's for fun. It's for the community. It's for pushing yourself. Yeah, and it's for making you have a cool box dread in your army for some, at some point in the future and thinking yeah. shit, I did that, I could use that in a game. If you really, really want to use it in a game at Scandus, there's nothing wrong with putting a flamestorm cannon on it and run it in your Sun Mortalis list. Because nothing says like uh, nothing says dig, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do that. Like a rending flame with shred, whatever uh, yeah, it becomes. Plus one, one strength. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> nothing says I like friends. <laughs> I like lamp. No, I like friends. This is what I do. Yeah. So, I think you have. Usually doing the information on this one, right? Yeah, yes. this is the oh. Scouring of Sidious Primary, a Horus Heresy national event, uh, national series event, uh, hosted by the Loaded Dice podcast at the Games Cube in Parramatta. And this is on the 8th and 9th of October 2016. It's the Sydney leg of the Oz 30k Horus Heresy national event series. Get on down there, see some podcasting celebrities, um, get involved, have a whole lot of fun. And uh, basically enjoy the day. Uh, go and, go uh, down and take a look if you and can't if you, And if you are attending, you could please send uh, us a message if you listen to this, and tell us how the de-escalation. Yeah, went. we want to know how that that works out because that would be very interesting because it's some it's a concept we really like the sound of. So yeah, please hit us up with that information. It would be very very cool. Uh, so yeah, that is the scouring Sydney's primary. What else have we got? Well, 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 we got our good friend Eric's event. Yes, we have. In at the Bros Pale Convent. Yeah. At uh, the fourth and fifth of November, or mainly fifth of November, because the fourth will be socializing and talking armies and talking bullshit and collecting all the bears that people actually owe me in this meta. <clears throat> Yeah, okay. So what do you want, a six-pack, a 20-litre barrel? How am I doing this? No, no, actually, I want, want a bottle of ketchup from you. Okay, don't. I'll make sure you have that, don't worry. Sweet. But, uh, as we said, the, the... Fuck, I'm sorry, there's just some problems with the computer, because there's always problems with the computer when you actually want to do, th- do something with it. Uh... The event is uh, almost full, so you should join as soon as you can if you want to fill the last spot of the, of the 20 spots that are available. Yep. And uh, and you pre-register to one of the most annoying email addresses ever, which is, which is gothcon.oc.bsk.30k at gmail.com. I'm not sure why all those dots are in there, but uh, eh, you never know. Efficiency? No, not really. But uh, this is an this event is on the fifth of November for full game day, three 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 games straight versus loyalists, and the uh, third game is a team game. 
<coughs> which is nice. Yeah, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And uh, Shadow Legions are allowed, Black Shields are allowed, Relics will not be allowed. Keep Ooh. in mind that this is narrative play and not competition play. Dang it. And you have to bring the two lists for this. Yeah, and that's the, uh, what was it, 2500 and 1500, am I right? Yeah. Perfect. That's quite nice, actually. Yeah, that's a good list. That's a and good this list. is... On, yeah. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. I was going to mention this is at the uh, Borås Spiel Convent, so it's actually a gaming convention. Mm. So there, there's no, there's more than more than this uh, available if you want to have participation games or hang out with friends and or anything else. Yeah. During the event. Basically, if we're not cool enough for you to hang with the whole time, there are other things you can go and do. And I know that Eric is organizing a meet and greet and dinner on the Friday, so you just have to basically sign up, join the join the page, and write "hell yeah" to join. I think I'm, I've already done that. I'm not. I'm not joking. That's actually how you join the meet and greet dinner thing. Okay, All right, fair enough. I will go and get on that. <laughs> but it's nice. It's nice. It's nice to see an event uh, closer to home, so to speak, for me. Even though I don't live in Gothenburg anymore. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. And I know Eric is working with a, a fevered passion, I think is a good way of putting it, on producing such a, a great event. He's gone balls to the wall on terrain, and he's working so oh, yeah. hard at getting that dealt that out there. And so much love and respect for what you're doing, Eric. Keep it going, buddy. I do, mm. pre- I do get random work, uh, whips from him. Um, I apologize on air now that I don't always reply because it's uh, it's one of the many, many things that I, I let go sometimes when I'm busy uh, with work and life is Facebook. But um, it's looking really good, brother. Keep it going. I am. I cannot wait to see this. I can. My, my intention is to be there. I'm signed up for it. My uh, yeah, my intention is to be there, basically. Um as work as, and uh, work and life. Uh, work and real life. What work and real life? Uh, allowing, allowing yeah. you know, yeah. uh, usual caveats. Yeah, there's always caveats, mm-hmm. especially when you're a family man. Yeah. But uh, every good intention. Yeah, all that sort of jazz. Most and it looks like a, it looks like a great event, and it's uh, hosted and it's hosted on an event run by the gaming club. Mm. As if, well, and they're nice people as well. Yeah, and if we're if we're lucky, if we all make it, there'll be a full showing of the Varangian Heresy there, and, and half of the, the Northern Heresy, and one I half think. of the Northern Heresy. I believe Jens is uh, Jens is down for the event as well. At least I think so. Awesome source. And then, because given this weekend, we could mm-hmm. talk about another event as well. If you're not in Sweden, yeah, hit that one up. We got uh, the Tarsus 4 Remember Remember Heresy in November event. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I'm not gonna comment that one. <laughs> Actually, the full full is uh, Tarsus 4 Remember Remember Heresy in November Phosphix and Traitorous Plots. That's that's cool. That's not not yeah. that. That's cool. That's fun. Yeah. And this is an event hosted by the guys behind the Gina 52 podcast. Uh, I think. Uh, Half Guard. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Income Gaming, which is the store and club and everything that's it's held at, basically. Yep. In the lovely town, city, whatever of Cheltenham. Sorry. Um, yeah, great place. <laughs> Sorry. Great place. Love it. Absolutely. Never been there, and uh, all they I can say is they seem to have. They seem to have quite a growing scene of um, 
yeah lots of people getting involved um the the uh, the their little group is the pork chop heresy is growing very quickly yeah. and, and they have something i really really <clears throat> love event. to enter you will need to submit a maximum of 300 words of background on your army's story its history its triumphs and its current position in the heresy which is a great way of saying this is a is a starting point to grow your own army fluff. Nice, very yep. classy, very so, classy indeed. I like it. Well done, boys. They, it's uh, not a. They actually have a mentioned that it's not a tournament; it's a <clears throat> event. Yeah. Which I really like. Yeah. And I think I think that's uh, just to get wax lyrical for a few seconds. I think that's the, one of the key strengths of the Heresy uh, series. The game is that it's it's so narrative friendly. And if people want to know why, there's starting to be a bit annoyed with the 40k scene. Listen to the start of the latest uh, the independent characters episode. Ugh. Which is uh, basically one of the guys that's interviewed attending the Bay Area Open and fighting more or less the same high ty- flying high tyrant and void shield list for three games in a row, something like that. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, don't get me wrong, you can build lists like that in Heresy, not a problem, but... No, you can't. You can't have flying high tyrants in heresy. Yeah, but you can build like the uh, you can build spammy, shitty lists if you really want to. But uh, you suddenly realise just how much fun it isn't. Yeah, and you probably won't be welcomed back to the event if you would. There is that too. But, and uh, to be fair, building lists that are totally unfluffy is nothing for me. I know people do it, but why would you do do that and? Play, a, play when you really don't Everybody let gets it. their jollies one way or the other, buddy. So I think we yeah. just have to... Have to it's just, unfortunately uh, one of those things you kind of have to go, okay, somebody's going to do it. Yeah, I know. Oh, of course, if you can, someone will do it. Like, do you want Thunderhawks for fun? Yeah, but, or uh, casual Spartans in a 1500-point game. But that's uh, beside the point, and it's uh, really interesting to see this event. I really... Would like to attend one of these events in the future, but not this one because yeah. our engagements and it's uh, I will, won't go to England in the <laughs> Sorry, <coughs> coughing. Honestly, coughing. <coughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, that too. Uh, okay, so have we got any more events or anything else we need to be shouting out right now? That's all of the events right now, as far as I know. Awesome. Well, I can't think of... Is there anything else that you can think of we need to address in the wrap-up? That's... uh, I'm not sure, actually. Is something you're thinking about? Uh, (laughs) Asking? No, I'm not thinking of anything. Um, I'm I'm thinking that I think we've covered everything we need to cover right now. So, uh, I think, unless you can think of anything... Uh, well, hopefully we'll manage to record next week, and, we've, and if you both survive, Malmo, you never know. Yeah, it's, quite, it's one of the rougher towns in Sweden. It's a pretty rough, rough house. Yeah, it, it's and you can't and you can't really understand what they're saying half the time. I'm English. I can't understand what anybody's saying in this in this damn country. All but I hear, that, all I hear you, is Pingu. But at least you have an excuse. 
There is that. Um, <laughs> so with that being the case, then, I think it's quite safe to say that we are going to wrap this episode up. And with that, uh, we are going to say a few things. First of all, thank you for listening and thank you for bearing with us on these uh, little couple of hiatuses we've taken. Keep uh, keep boosting the signal. Keep doing fun things. Keep posting your work in progress in the group. Let us know how you're going, and um, you know keep us update. Keep talk, uh, talks for treachery, hard for heresy, and uh, wet for the war master. You know we can keep coming up with as many of these as we like. But uh, yeah, keep on going, guys. Keep on keep on boosting that signal. Keep on having fun. So it's going to be a good night from me and me. And remember, Malmo, we're coming for you. It's going to be a lot of fun, but we're coming for you. And treat life like 30k. Be angry in the streets. Be fulgrim in the sheets. And try not to lose your head. It's the Varangian Heresy Podcast, signing off. Oh,